The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. another week boys and girls how are you welcome into a monday episode afternoon for you guys on the east coast morning for us here on the west coast the bostonian versus the book dave sharepan the book matt Pro the bostonian we'll get to dave martinez in new york here in a couple of seconds at the top he's going to come on by from ftn bets we'll talk about the big slate of new york sports how bad is football basketball <laughs> looking okay college basketball getting going with slick rick heading back to msg tonight with mm. st john's but as we start, how are you, sir? You're looking all oilered up with a D hat for the Broncos. A little orange and blue today. Old school Broncos hat. Yeah. You know, the dog's got to get there for somebody. And this is always one of my favorite logos because it's a D and my name begins with D. Oh, so yeah. anything with a D on it, I'm partial to that old English <laughs> Detroit D, this D. Um, anything with a D on it, huh? Okay. Yeah. I like the D's. The D's are good. Did I just say I like the D? Yeah, I did. Addison, again. <laughs> yes, you did. Please. <laughs> All you guys in the chat, please hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. You made a slick Rick reference. Are I you did. aware that our guest, Dane Martinez, was like a underground rapper back really? in the day? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I my did boy got rhythm. That. My, 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 yeah, he, he got rhythm. He got, he don't got a football team. Because the the New York football teams, I mean, it's already basketball season <laughs> back in the NYC, and now they got to go play the Celtics tonight, tonight in Boston. <laughs> the Knicks. I said, uh, <laughs> "Can you come on? We're not going to bury you. You're going to just tell the truth because that's what we do on the show." So, yes, we do. yeah, this will be good. This will be good to hear from him. Um, I got to ask you right off the top, right? Um. Are you good with your football team being terrible? Yes. You're good with this. I want them to be. Oh, God. As you start to say that, you freeze. And oh. with that face that, oh, no. <laughs> Mikey also going to do a whole song with that one. Snap your fingers. Right. All right, you're back. Uh, so you're good with this. You're, you're... Uh, yeah, you want to be two things in sports, either terrible or awesome. You never want to be in the middle. Terrible or awesome? Well, you're definitely not awesome. So no, you're terrible. Mikey, awesome we, we've awesome. been awesome for six. We've been off awesome for twenty years. So I'm I I want them to lose. Play Bailey Zappi for the rest of the season. Oh, lose every game. Wrench a top it's done. It's Look, it. I told you. I told you on Friday. The Cardinals are not going to have the first pick. They won yesterday. They're going to win a bunch of games. Connor and. Kyler Murray coming back is a monster addition to that team. They're going to play a lot of crap teams the rest of the way. Cardinals will be long gone from that first pick. And they don't want the first pick to be quite honest. They want to go and try to be somewhat competitive in, in, in that market. They've already okay. taken Kyler with the first pick overall, the Panthers drafted a quarterback. They're not drafting another one. 
So if they wind up with the worst record, that's totally cool with me. I'm I'm totally fine with the Panthers having a worse record than the Patriots. Okay. So the race is who has the second pick in the draft. The Panthers probably will trade the first pick to somebody, maybe the Patriots, probably not, but for Caleb Williams. But then I want Drake May. So I want the kid from Carolina. I want him. That's the quarterback I want for the Patriots. So I'm perfectly comfortable with the Patriots going after the top two, meaning they lose everything the rest of the way. And frankly, given their schedule, it's not going to be hard to do it. Mm. I mean, they can easily go two and 15. If they, if they really shut down everybody, they cut Jones today. One of they the don't win another game. <laughs> they may not look at their schedule. They, they may not. And I'm hundred percent. Okay. With that. I think me, the brigade and everybody else that had to root against the Patriots. It could never, you know, get over that hump. This will be a fun year for the Patriot haters. This will be, it really isn't though, because it's like, you can't change what happened. So like you can hate on it all you want, but like, what are you hating on that? I have the best hockey team and the best basketball team in the NBA and here the NHL. Go. Here so we like, go. It's like, what, what are you hating on? Like, here we go. On, you can hate on Boston all you want. And we just go, Oh boy. Yeah. But the odds say the Bruins and the Celtics are going to be very relevant for a very long time. So like you can have the Patriots. We're good. Remember growing up, this is what life was like. We were all about, I mean, the Bruins were playing for cup finals. The Celtics were playing for cup finals. The Patriots mm. were an also ran. Mm. They were the they were the fourth team. It was always with the Red Sox, and will they ever okay. win? And then it was everything else. Celtics won three championships. That's without true. The Red up. Sox never won for a they never won, long but now they have four. So, like, what can you do? So now they have more championships than the, than the Yankees and the Mets combined over the last twenty years. So, what can you do about that? Well, you got to so, start with the Red I'm Sox just and saying, Yankees. We're talk you about notice, guys, a Yankee fan is coming pour, on. You're going to try to pour you on Patriot fans and, and wave the rock. Uh, hate palms. Oh boy. It's hard to do it. It's just there's just not a lot of evidence and not a lot of fuel for that fire. You know? It's like one of those big lighters that are going out. Like you get a flick, you get a flip, you get a like spark, like, but nothing burns. Nothing keeps. It's dead. It's a dead big lighter. There's nothing there to burn. Speaking of burning, how's this hat? It's this, beautiful. This, this this is a BVB. Model. Is that red or orange? Which is orange. Co- that's orange. orange. That's phenomenal. Orange. This actually goes Clean. with the outfit today. This is the old Clean. school Oilers, and this is a BVB that's specially cleaned. made for my man Bonvi, who's recovering and getting through all that stuff. So awesome! This is going out. I got a, another one. I got to get to later, but uh, yeah, this is the the BVB orange and blue. Well, that's also white, the colors of like, the New York Knicks. So why don't yeah, that's why I put it on. Well, right why now. don't we just go ahead and, and, and jump in here and bring on our oh! Dave Martinez here. Put him the in Boston, the big box. The Look Boston at this versus guy. the book. What's up, my friend? How are you? Welcome oh, to BBB, God. Dane. Oh, there, Dane. He was there. Dane froze. Dane froze. I didn't do it. Did Dane Looks freeze? Unbelievably shaved and everything. His head is clean. Hold oh, on. No. We've never that's like never happened before. It's never a happened. Guest before. has never froze. Well, let's see. Spin it out. Let's see. Until he comes back. All right, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll we'll right. we'll we'll remove him from the studio and we'll see see if we can bring him back on. That's a first. We've never had anybody freeze on the way in. Normally it's the normally it's it's me on the way out. Right. We wind up getting a frozen situation. So we'll see if we'll bring back Dave Martinez. And that was right, right when we put him on, and then it froze. Man. So that's that's a weird that that's a weird deal. That's Jared. I don't Who know what happened. is calling me from seven the seven hundred two area code. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. All right. So, anyways, 
But until Dane gets here, we can talk about what happened last right. night. So that, that was sort of a curveball. We apologize for that. So we can do that. Five NFL games ended on the last play of the game. Most all right. time. When that happens, generally speaking, is that good for the books? Does it not matter? Um, early reports, and I haven't seen them all yet, is that it wasn't a great day for the books mostly. Okay. Um, our friend Dave Tooley, I got the results directly from him. Right. Favorites went seven and four straight up, six and five against the spread. That's good. Anytime it's a split by one, right? It's perfect. That's a good day. But the problem is the big teams won. You know, the Niners, the world was on them. That one was no good. Um, the Bucks was a ginormous move. We were getting the texts from people in the, uh, you know, far places. So uh, should I tell him to try again, by the way? Yeah. Tell him, tell him to hop back in. All right. Hit the link. Get in here. All right. Perfect. Um, overs went eight and four. When the overs go eight and four, when you get a 67 percenter uh, for the totals going over, that usually doesn't, that's not a good result for the book. And then it culminates with another prime time under. Uh, let's see here. I mean, on the season now, 24 and seven primetime yeah. unders, only 77.4%. And to then take out Thursday night and you do just Sunday and Monday, it's 11 and one over the last 12 games. It's, yeah. It's, it's silly. So that is unreal. It does it. it it's, it's ridiculous. There's nothing. There's, so, yeah, I mean, Saturday, probably really good. Sunday, not so good. Uh, I haven't talked to anybody directly yet, but I will. And it's a weird year because everyone's saying that this is the year that the public is the, the new sharp because so many of these numbers, like the Michigan game, everyone was on. Michigan came in. The Niners, everyone was on. Yeah. The Niners came in. That mm. there's certain games that are having big handle, that are having big numbers of tickets and big numbers of tickets uh, of dollars being placed down upon it. Yep. And it is uh, somewhat of a, I don't know. I, I hate calling something predictable because sports are not predictable, but these big games are falling the way they're supposed to fall. At yeah. The moment. I mean, Dallas covered every alternate spread. Right. You're right. Covered every alternate spread. And that game went over, um, you know, the teasers finally got beat. Um, you know, because everybody took the Ravens down. That had to be one that had to be a good result, right? For the book. But a lot of money line parlays were on the Browns. So I don't know. I, th- th- Pause that for one second. Just so because we have them. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to lose them. I don't want to lose them. Look too in, good. In case in case things happen. Let me double now double check back. here. What's going on, guys? Ah, uh, there we go. There he is. Fixed and ready to go. Dane, how are you? Welcome to BVB. Sorry about that. I was a first. We've never had a guest freeze on entry. How are you today? It's all good. I'm doing as good as can be expected after watching my team hit four field goals and nothing else and staying up on Sunday night football to watch it. <laughs> Listen, you Rainer might have fans. had a late night feeding. That's all right. You needed to stay up anyway. That's fine. We'll get to Jackson and everything else you got going on. What is seriously like you're the New York guy. And I think the freeze may have been related to you being a Yankee fan. I'm just putting that out there right now. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. What the hell is going on in New York? You got a vibe for everything there. 
you always just come out and say it. The Giants, arguably worst team in football. The Jets, how frustrated are you for being a fan, let alone someone who might have bet on them? Yeah. So so here's the deal. I heard you guys talking about the draft picks before. And Matt, I got to tell you, I think the Giants are in your Patriots way in terms of getting Caleb Williams, Drake May or anybody else. You know, this Danny Dimes ACL could signal the last snap he's taken as QB one for the G-Men. I think that is actually in play. I think, uh, you know, it could be kind of an easy way to get out of that contract. Dave, as it comes to the Jets, man, listen, I'm a cynical New Yorker. All right. So quite frankly, when everybody else was hooting and hollering about Aaron Rodgers, I was thinking now I didn't think he'd tear his Achilles on the fifth play of the season. Right. But I was honestly thinking that the most likely outcome was that they'd be good, but not great. They'd still lose an arrowhead in the playoffs. They'd still lose in Cincinnati in the playoffs. And then I'd have to ship Green Bay my first round draft pick as well. You know, and like really how big was the window in this competitive AFC when there's so many stud young quarterbacks out there? So I was kind of more realistic than most in the preseason when hard knocks was going on and all that. And it's kind of what I thought, you know, I mean, listen, this team without Aaron Rodgers, they are a great defense. I mean, they have limited every star quarterback we've seen, whether it was Hertz, whether it was Herbert, whether it was Mahomes, whether it was Sugar High, Josh Allen, whatever the case. The defense is great. It's a team that, you know, if they had a Pro Bowl quarterback, could actually do some things. Right. I just didn't know if it was the best roster construction to go ahead and get Aaron Rodgers. So it's going to be a long slog, but at least for the Jets, I do believe in Salah. I do believe in Joe Douglas. I think they are doing it the right way, but Aaron Rodgers would get crippled behind this offensive line anyway. I would agree, and that's why I said that to Dave in the summertime. I said, how yeah. many games will Aaron Rodgers play? And we put it at 10. I said, right. I'm taking the under. But what's the thought or the conversation in New York today following the comments from Rogers to NBC last night that he's trying to come back and play after three months after tearing his Achilles? No one has done this. And it's caused some people in the media like Dan Lebitard to say, I want your doctors on my show. I want to hear from a doctor that states you actually tore your Achilles because either he's doing something that's never been done before. And when that happens, (laughs) Falco comes to mind and Barry Bonds pops into my brain, but did he actually tear his Achilles? Do New Yorkers care if Rogers comes back or not early? So here's the deal. First of all, there's a lot of medication that Aaron Rodgers has taken that not all of us are familiar with. Maybe you can go to the jungles of Peru and get whatever the secret sauce is to fix the Achilles. Right. But the thing is, I don't think it matters, Matt. And that's the real point, right? Like, are they a play? Is this a playoff team? What are they potentially sniffing the last wild card? And what I said before is really what matters. You put Aaron Rodgers in the pocket behind this offensive line coming off of this injury. If he does so quicker than anyone could have ever expected, he's just going to get banged out again very quickly. Right. So I don't think it's the prudent choice for the Jets as an organization to try try to run him back out there also because by the time next week happens i know the schedule opens up for the jets and it does a little bit but they're going to be toiling around the seven and nine kind of space anyway this is not the year so i think the prudent thing would be to 
Take all the time you need, Aaron. Let's invest like crazy in the draft and free agency on that offensive line because everywhere else, every other position group the Jets have, they are actually above average, if not good. So I think you call this year a wash, you get Aaron Rodgers back and ready to go, you invest in the O-line, and you go on after it next year. Wow. So they're not making a playoffs. We can rule them out. No, they're not making a playoffs. And Dave, as a cynical New Yorker, while all that was going on, what did I do? I bet not to make the playoffs at plus 132. And they're offering me like 85% of it now as a cash out. Yeah, you're not taking the cash out, right? You don't you you don't take the cash out. No, I'm gonna let it ride. Right. All right. Let this ride. All right. The Knicks play basketball, and I know you know where that line's from. They play tonight in Boston. Okay, the show's called Bostonian versus the book. We got the logo up there. We got the thing over there. Celtics, the best team in basketball. And you don't have to say yes. We will ask you back on. (laughs) Um, They are one of the best teams in basketball, right? They are a true contender. And quite frankly, in the East, there's only two, maybe three teams that I would say that about. Boston is definitely one of them. Philly right now has got to be. Milwaukee yes. and Philadelphia yeah. would okay. be the other two, right? I believe it's not the Knicks. The Knicks. I believe no. the Knicks are a good team. I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they can beat Boston or Milwaukee or Philly in a playoff series, but I do think they're on that next tier along with a Miami, a Cleveland, some of the other teams you might put there. The problem for the Knicks, in my opinion, is while you may getting more ascendancy out of R.J. Barrett, him getting better and better. Have you guys seen Julius Randle this year? It's like one guts trash. His shooting percentage is completely fallen off in every way, shape, or form. And I think as R.J. and Brunson and the rest of the Villanova crew kind of gel, I think the problem is the guy you thought was your A-lead all-star is really taking a big step back. I love what Thibodeau's doing. I love the defensive attitude. But they're also a team... That is like max effort the entire playoffs. I mean, the entire regular season. So then when you get to the playoffs and you have to like go to that next level, I don't know that the Knicks really have a next level. And I think they ultimately succumb. So I think the Knicks are good, but not great. And this pains me as someone who's a Puerto Rican from the Bronx that has a nervous reaction every time I hear the word Boston, who has been removed from Fenway Park in my life. Yes, the Boston Celtics are one of the true title contenders in the NBA this season. And quite frankly, in the Eastern Conference, if I had to make a futures bet right now, it would be with the Celtics. Dane, where are the Nets in the pantheon in the pecking order of New York City sports? I mean, are they the low of the low? I mean, are the Rangers, how far above are they? Islanders, although it's not New York City. I yeah. mean, wh- where are the Nets right now? Because for a while, when they had KD and Kyrie and everything else, the Nets were part of the big conversation. Cool. Now, where are the Brooklyn Nets? I think the Nets have returned to little brother status, right? In every sport here, there's a big brother and a little brother. I'm a Jets fan. They're the little brothers to the Giants. The Mets are the little brothers to the Yankees. The Nets are definitively the little brothers to the Knicks. When Jay-Z was in the front row and they had, you know, okay, even before that, you know, when the big Russian owner came and they tried with Garnett and Pierce, they got the back page There was some excitement thinking that Brooklyn could be in the house, a new arena, and that they could grow off of that. 
but it just didn't happen, right? As soon as Kevin Durant's shoe was like half an inch <laughs> too big to actually hit that three, that was the height of it. You know, you thought maybe with Kyrie, Harden, and Durant that you had something that could have been sustainable as a true contender, but that hasn't happened. Now they are a nice young team, but they're not getting the back pages. They don't have kind of the air in the room when it comes to New York sports anymore. New York sports is centered around a lot of places. Buildings are iconic. MSG tonight. You're very familiar with that area and that, you know, place because you used to go down there all the time and you lived in those other places out in the bleachers and whatever. Michigan's playing St. John's tonight. The game is a two-point spread, two and a half. Patino, St. John is is the you you went to Syracuse. Yep. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, what a disaster that football team is. But St. John's, Big East basketball, Michigan. Any opinion or thoughts? What's that building going to be like there tonight? It's tough to say, right? Like they are trying to come back. This is not like the Lou Carnesecca in the sweaters when you mentioned my Syracuse and, you know, Big Monday with John Thompson and all that. When the Big East was really the Big East, Mm -hmm. right, in the 80s and into the early 90s. And it's not that. I don't think it has a long way to go to to get to that. Even the Felipe Lopez teams back in the day with St. John's, you know, I think there is a path there, but it's not going to just be given to them. College basketball, while it should be more on the radar because New York is such a basketball town, you know, about West 4th Street and Rucker Park and all that stuff. It is it is not truly kind of above the fold when it comes to New York sports just yet. It would take sustained winning. It would take a conference championship. It would take the buzz of being in the second week of Mark Bat- March Madness, much like, you know, uh, Shaheen Holloway did with that, with that Monmouth or whatever team it was um, in the tournament a couple of years ago, right? Mm. That kind of organic buzz, I think, to start first. The name cachet of St. John's thus doesn't have it for this generation. It's going to be interesting to see because, like, People I'm talking to around the Big East, the, I mean, having Patino be back at St. John's, they believe this is the guy. Like Iona, he got Iona into the tournament. Mm-hmm. He brought in a bunch of players from his Iona team to now play with St. John's. And I don't know how many people will be there, but you know what it's like. St. John fans go to MSG, and it's a hard place to play. Sure is. What do you think from a game tonight, the atmosphere? I mean, is there any talk in New York about this at all? Because what I'm reading from the outside, biggest people are like, here we go. Gavit Games, make a statement, show up what you're doing here. Beat Michigan, who's not very good, but beat Michigan. Will that get people clicking or is it still just going to be, okay, Rick, show me what you can do before I get excited? I think it's closer to the latter, Matt, if you want to know the truth, right? Like, could it get going? Sure. But let's remember, this is also early to mid-November, you know, in the college basketball season. You get good crowds for coaches versus cancer and the preseason NIT and all of these kinds of tournaments that kind of signal the start of college basketball. And I understand that there is some excitement. I mean, for a stretch, Patino was also, I don't know if you know, he was the head coach of the Puerto Rican national team for a hot second as well, right? So we know him as a real New Yorker. We know the bona fides are there, but I don't think I I think he's going to have to show something before you kind of grow the tent in the way that you're describing. You almost said, see something, say something. That was you see something, say something, something, baby. Live betting. You know, the the people are in the chat remembering that all right now. That's what that's one of the catchphrases. 
All right. You said it's November, which is yeah. not baseball season. And the buzz, because you're a former baseball player, center fielder, leadoff hitter, the knee won't cooperate anymore, but you still got that swing and you're teaching that boy. I see the little swing path already. Yeah, um, Yankees, really <clears throat> possible for Otani or no? Like, I mean, come on, because trying to get him to Boston, this show will go off the charts. I would love for him to go to Pittsburgh, which it is behind me every day, but I know he ain't going there. He's probably staying on the West Coast, but like, you got a pulse of that Yankee vibe. Is that real? I mean, there's not. Uh, come on. I mean, it's real as much as any other rumor when the winter meetings are going on and everyone's getting sick in Arizona or whatever the case may be. Right. Those winter meetings. I mean, I I fundamentally think that Otani wants to stay on the West Coast. Right. We're hearing what I think we're hearing more is like the Dodgers are kind of the favorite. And then you're hearing the Giants who want to swing, swing big. They were in money wise on guys like Judge in the last offseason. Right. So they they have the money to try and make the splash. I'm even hearing Seattle as a potential spot. Mm -hmm. And I think those are all kind of head and shoulders above some of these East Coast teams. But if he did want to come over to this time zone, I do think the Yankees and the Steinbrenner money and the mystique and the aura who are more than just dancers, as your boy uh, Schilling used to say, um, I do think there is some pull here for New York and the Yankees if he were to want to come to this side of the country. Uh, we'll get you on this day. The game tonight, Broncos on the road at the Bills, Bills lane seven. I think there's something really wrong with the Bills at the moment. I, their defensive injuries, you got the Broncos off the bye. They beat the Chiefs 2-0 and straight up, 2-0 and ATS. They go to the bye. Here they are back in prime time. Any shot for the Broncos to upset the Bills tonight? I don't think they actually get the win. I think they keep it closer than some people may think. I agree with you. The defense is a problem for the Bills. Milano, Hyde, Ed Oliver was out for a couple of games. And, and there is an impact there, right? But to me, the Bills, the analogy I'll make is, to me, they're like the Cowboys in the AFC. Whereas when they play, or the Dolphins even, when they play bad teams, they look like world beaters. They look great and they stomp them, right? But when they kind of step up and have a matchup against other playoff teams, it looks like they are really at that second or even tertiary kind of level. Good thing for the Bills and anybody who's still holding the Bills as the last leg of a parlay like this guy. I don't think Denver <laughs> holds that much of a challenge. I do think that Bills Mafia will be out. They'll be going through tables and all will be right with the world when the Bills win, but maybe not cover. I will say this, Dalton Kincaid. If you're not on the gravy train for Kincaid by now, right. get up on it overbets, fantasy, whatever the case may be. This guy is going to be, in my opinion, the number two option in the pass game, even over Gabe Davis by the time we hit the playoffs. Interesting. On it. Tell the people where they can find you, Dane. Twitter handles, shows, all this sure. other stuff, please. Yeah, sure. We're all over the place. You could always find me on X at Spittin' Speeds, <laughs> but I do the weekly podcast with FTN Bets. I'm doing my old fantasy freestyle podcast. I'm writing a column for The Athletic right now that I'm going to get out focused on fantasy. And we also got some other things cooking up uh, with some other sites that I am not at liberty to discuss <laughs> yet, but it'll be out there. But if you have any questions, hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. I'll be happy to help you out, win your leagues, and win that cash. And hopefully back on BVB sometime soon. Yeah, baby. Absolutely. Dane, thank you for coming on. Thanks for being a good sport with the connection problems. We apologize for that. We'll have you back on soon. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of the night. Anytime.
That is Dean Martinez joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good to get him on the program. Let me Covered just a lot do of stuff. All the stuff we bounced around on a million different things. Hey, hey go over there. There we go. Switch and slide. There we are. Very cool. All right. Uh, let's continue breaking down what happened yesterday, last stay night. Right One second. Stay right there. Okay. We can stay right there. Why? What do I have to stay right here for? Freeze. But I always freeze. So that's that's easy for me to freeze. Expect like I want to freeze. Um, while we have a second, while Dave is running, Sonic with um, a monster, monster super chat. My friend, that was incredibly kind of you. And I can't believe I just glanced down and saw it. Uh, I Thank you is not really the words I want to use. I mean, I want to hug you. See what our guy did? Yeah. This is the Sonic model hat. Oh, it's going out, right? Beautiful. It's going out tomorrow, most likely, because I don't think I'm going to get that's this. That's phenomenal. Today. Look but at the white. Is, that white pops. That's beautiful. The Sonic logo is yep. all that blue. Yeah. And that's what he wanted. It's the curved bill, the 47 brand. Our guy had them. I said, we got to make this one. Oh, yeah. So thank you again, sir, for not just, you know, the graphic, the, 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 the overlay and all the other stuff. The super chat is much appreciated. The hat will go out and hopefully we'll be seeing you in Phoenix. That's, uh, you know, down the road. Phenomenal. Maybe in, maybe in Vegas before that, but Ooh. yeah, good stuff. Good stuff is right. How did the Ravens blow it? They were minus 8,000 live with 10 minutes to play in the game. What <laughs> was that? That ruined my day on Sunday. I had a three and one day cooking there. I went two and two because of that stupid game. <laughs> was that uh was that worse than the Cincy? Because I'm still trying to figure out how it was worse Cincy. than yes, yeah, because because they were losing the whole game. The, the the Texans had that game won, and then Tyler Boyd dropped the ball in the end zone. That's how they lost. The Bengals lost their game. But this game, this was a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. This was <laughs> this game was over. This game was controlled. Nothing this game was done. Ever over anymore in the NFL? It feels like it, right? Like you, Lamar really... throws a pick six. I mean, that was that was the whole thing. And then they missed the extra point, so it was thirty-one thirty. I thought they were going to win by one right then. Me too. I was like, my gosh, because I teased it to half a point. All I needed was a win for the Ravens. That's all I needed. Right. And I'm like, all right, just win the Norton game. Nope. Win for the Browns. It's really hard to cheer for Deshaun Watson. Really is hard. You know who they play this week, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a crazy, huge. Trying to monster. find my. I'm trying to find all my Cleveland people that want to come on the show. I want to. Big I, game Thursday. It's a Thursday night football game. Oh, I oh, was mean, not even talking about that game. I'm talking about, you're talking about Steelers. I was talking Steelers about Browns. Browns and the Steelers and Steelers. Yeah, Sunday. well, Ravens, Ravens and the Bengals on Thursday night is the game of the week. Is it a bummer because it's on Thursday? Yes. Or is this a good? I like. No. I, 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 I'm good with it being a standalone. Yeah, I don't like I'm it on Thursday. No on, way. Uh -uh. Exactly. No way. You're not getting guys are banged up. You're not going to get the same quality of preparation. No, I agree. I, I don't like this game being on Thursday. I know why Amazon likes it. I mean, Amazon, this is. Well, they finally got a good game with a more good game. It's a monster. It's a monster. The spread is three, three and a half. <clears throat> Let me click refresh. It's a three huge and a game. half everywhere. Yeah. 46 Sucks. for a total. I mean, we're going to, we finally got a good game. I'm excited about. I'm excited about watching it, but I'm bummed that it's on Thursday. The Ravens have led. I got this from NFL Network this morning. Yeah. They've led for 
every minute of every game they've been in 10 games, except for 28 of them. Dang. It's the third long at this point in the season. That's the third longest or the shortest amount of time right. that the team has trailed. Every other team on the list was 10 and 0. They listed the top five. They were third. Every other team on that list was 10 and 0 at this point. Huh. Well, they're seven and three. I mean, how they lost that Steeler game is still, I still can't figure it out. Right. They lost to the Colts. Yep. What? Not but that's good, though. I mean, I think if, if I'm a Ravens fan, that's good. That they're I seven like. and three, they should yeah. be ten and zero. Oh. Yeah, but if you're ten and zero, oh, okay, hear me out for a second. If you're ten and zero, oh, you're going to lose games. I would rather be hot in December than hot in September. I'd rather lose these games like yesterday. Lose them now. Lose them in November. Lose them in October. Get that sting. Know what that feels like. Deal with that question about how good are you really and get hot at the end of the year. I still think they're the best team in the NFL. I think the Ravens are one, the Niners are two, and I think the Bengals are three. And I know it's nuts because the Bengals just lost. I really like the Bengals. And I do overall in the NFL. Yes. No, I think overall, I like them overall. And I I, I still think when it comes playoff time, it's going to be Ravens, Bengals or the Eagles there. No, I don't have either one. No. And everyone thinks, I mean, that's blasphemy and crazy. And I, okay. And I've been wrong before, but I'm watching the talent and I'm watching not regular season games against the Colts or games against teams that don't matter. Okay. Texans are an awesome story. The Bengals aren't going to have to worry about the Texans. Okay. Not going to see them in the postseason. Why? Because they're not going to see them in the playoffs. They're just not going to. I mean, I don't, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe I, I, they could win the division and I guess maybe play, but in the playoffs, I don't, I don't think the Bengals lose that game in the playoffs. The Bengals win that game. It's a different level. Different if the situations. Texans win a division, they're going to host a playoff game. So they, so they wouldn't play that. I mean, I guess it depends on who wins the North. I mean, it's still up for grabs. Right. I'm, I'm thinking the Ravens win the North. So I guess maybe the Bengals will have to go to Houston. I still would take the Bengals over the Texans, even with that loss yesterday. So right. I like the Bengals a lot. I like Burrow a lot. The Henderson injury yesterday was a little scary. I got to see. I got to check on that today because that's a huge piece of that defense, and they have to have that guy healthy for the playoffs. But that's the one that happened at the end of the game. Yeah, when a guy rolled up, like guy rolled up on him, get in position, and he rolled on his leg. Yeah, it was bad. It was so weird how that happened. I was like, oh no. Yeah. And Jess was there with. She's like, what? I'm like, watch this. And she's like, did he try to do that? I'm like, I don't think so. He was no. just running to get in position. Like, he, I don't rolled, know, man. Yeah, but that sucked. was bad. So I look, I mean, I think it's the, what, you know, what do I make of the Bengals losing to the Texans? Not a lot besides that CJ Stroud is rookie of the year. Give it to him. It's over. He's going to be in the MVP conversation. He probably won't win it, but he's going to be in the conversation. He's playing incredibly well. Tank Dell has come out of nowhere. Of course I had him on my bench. Nice job out of me. I told you I'm bad at fantasy. And so I, I, I was smart enough to draft him, just not smart enough to play him when I need to play him. So, you know, it is what it is. And you look at the offense in the way that they're moving the football. This is a defensive-minded coach with an offense that's right now as good as any offense in the NFL. It's unbelievable. The Texans, I mean, they got a guy. They got their guy. This is what every young organization that is struggling for years and years is praying for that they had to watch the Colts get Peyton Manning and watch the Colts get Andrew Locke and everything else. Right. And now they know that they've got one of those guys. If healthy, CJ Stroud's going to be one of those guys. 
On the flip side of that, what about Jacksonville? What do we do now with the AFC South? Indy won, right? Everybody's on the Niners. The line's three. It don't move all week. You you may get off the three earlier and get them to hook you and, and take the Jags, but it seemed like that was one game that the only guy that liked the Jags was our guy Emerson, and he <laughs> he disowned them yesterday. He was so sad. Oh, you said his Instagram stories were so funny. He oh had my so God. many like amazing oh memes that he put up of God. Kermit the Frog committing suicide and everything else. It was really funny. It was oh, it was classic. And then he man. he comes home to what he thought was a gift from you, and it wasn't. Boy, <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's giving Dave, he's giving Dave all these, oh Sherapin, you're so nice, Dave. You really get me. I I, I appreciate it. I, I and underneath Dave's daily picks is like, yo, wait a minute. That was me. <laughs> that was not Sheripan. That was me. So I like I, and then I, in our group chat, I sent it to Emerson. I said, are you sure that came from Dave? And he's like, what other Dave would it come from? <laughs> I was like, we have a brigade member whose name is Dave. <laughs> and he was like, who would I give my address to? <laughs> How did he not know? He was drunk. He gave, like, it to him, he gave it to him on the golf course when he was drinking. In a DM? He thought it was you. Just a DM? A random DM from a guy named Dave? A guy named Dave. He thought it was you. <laughs> so he sent these, his address. That was awesome. I was like, I'm living in his head. Uh, it was so good. That was so funny. You don't like, know nope. no other Daves? I don't know no other Emersons. Do you? Emersons? No. Gosh. But your name is very popular. It's like, no, I know. That's what I mean. No. But like, like, I would check to see. Well, if he's drunk, he doesn't really. He, he, I mean, he's not remembering these things. You know, it's you can get loose on the golf course. You know, that's that's, that's a good that's a good place to let it all hang out. You got to, you know, just throw it throw throw it back one one too many, and then start giving out your address to randos. You're here. <laughs> Here's my address, and you come home, and you got not a bomb waiting for you, but a big thing of cheese sticks. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, oh, Dave, you're so nice. Thank you. That, 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 Dave, you're like, what are you talking about? I didn't send you anything. I've been working all day. <laughs> that was great. But back to the game itself. Look, the Niners, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey in this offense, when they're healthy. Okay. Let me ask you this. How good's Brock Purdy? Uh, what's the answer here? It doesn't good, matter. How about good enough? Exactly. He's good enough. It doesn't matter how good he is. He's good enough. He is he in a really rock. good situation? How good is yes. he? It doesn't matter how good he is. Wow. It doesn't matter. It does. He no, can't turn a ball over. doesn't matter how good he is. As long as he does what he's supposed to do inside the offense, yes, don't turn the ball over. Don't make bad throws. But just take what the defense is going to give you for the weapons that you have. You have when Debo's on that offense, it makes everyone better. Kittle was unstoppable yesterday. McCaffrey was unstoppable yesterday. Repeatedly on this show, the Debo's the key to the whole thing. Yes, he is. Debo makes it all go. 
because he's both Put a receiver a and a running back. He's both, right? He's everything. So he can run the screens. He can run the sweeps. He can run the slants. He can go deep. He can do everything that opens up for everybody else. When he's on the field, the defense has to adjust to Debo Samuel being out there. And that enables Ayuk to get open in the end zone. It allows Kittle to get open over the middle. It allows McCaffrey to get free running the football. He's the key to the whole offense, not Brock Purdy. He's the key not Brock Purdy. Thing. It's Debo. When Debo's out there, Boy, oh boy, was that impressive. That right. was fun to watch. Speaking do of fun. Like, to, do you like the white unis? The, of the, the, the Niners? Like that, they yeah. look so clean. Like on the, the white jerseys for a lot of teams are sometimes eh, mid, like the kids say. Right. But when the Niners are rolling with the gold pants, the gold helmet, the white unis, and things are going, I'm just like. Red numbers. Oh, yeah. Like this might That's be nice. the squad. We might have them here. I um, thought. I hope so. I, I hope so. Yesterday, I was yeah. like, "This is this is the this is the NFC representative to the Super Bowl." Sorry to all my Philly fans and people and all. No, that I think stuff. this is. I mean, who hosts? I'm very curious as to who is going to host the NFC Championship game because Philly on the road versus Philly at home. Niners can win the game in Philly, but that's a whole different mountain mm-hmm. to climb. That's a hard. That's hard <laughs> to go there and win. Can Philly go to San Francisco and win? They can, but I think it's far more. It's, you know, it's, it's a long shot. They can do it, but it's a long shot. Mm. Home team has got a really good chance of, of advancing. The weather becomes yeah. an issue. They got to go east. Right? Well, weather can be an issue out in, in San Fran, too. I mean, it's not in January. Sure. Rain, cold. Well, if it's wet. Yeah. If it's yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can be, it can be a factor in San Francisco yeah. in, you know, in, in, in at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. What about Dallas. They're in the conversation, but Dallas beats everybody at home and they can't win on the road. So like, they're just a Jekyll and Hyde type of team. So, I mean, they better have, they better have home field throughout. If they're the one seed, if they have home field throughout. Okay. Yeah. They're a major problem, but I don't think they're going on the road and beating Philadelphia in Philadelphia or San Francisco in San Francisco. But if I'm a network, I'm jumping up and down. If I get Dallas, San Fran or Dallas, Philadelphia in the NFC championship game, Ridiculous ratings. Oh, I mean, Dallas will probably be the team that won't – if they don't win the division, they'll probably be the favorite in the game against the lowest division winner. Yeah. Because Dallas is going to win some more games. 100%. I mean, Dow- Dallas is – they're blasting the teams they're supposed to blast. That's all you can ask. Yeah. I don't At know. Ask, ask the chat right now. we got a hell of a crowd in here right now. Who's winning the NFC as of today? And this is going to change. It's only – week 10 is not even done. but. Um, they play, I mean, my gosh, they have three extremely winnable games at the Panthers, home for the Commanders, home for the Seahawks. Correct. Three. So they'll be nine and three. And then Eagles at home on Sunday night football is an absolute must win. At the Bills, at the Dolphins, home for the Lions, at the Commanders to end the season. Yeah, that's so hard. They got to get the wins now because it's yep. like they may hit a wall and lose three in a row in December. Right. With that road, road schedule to AFC teams. But I don't know. Um, they could split that. They, they, wow. they, they could split that. Bills, they could go two and two. We got some Eagles. We got some Niners. We got some Cowboys. We got one other team. That we What's the other? Make. It's crazy. To, like I think if you ask a lot of people today, 
They will keep just forgetting don't, them. Don't tell me the Lions. I don't want to. Why hear not? Because I'm not here. I don't want to hear about the Lions. I don't want to. Why? Because I don't want to hear it. I just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm not listening to it. They may win one playoff game. They're not winning anything on the road. What if Lions, they get home field throughout? Lions are getting home field throughout. No. No. Lions are not going to be the one seed. They play the Bears this week. Well, that, that that's fine. I mean, in terms of. They are one game behind the Eagles. They are one game ahead of the Niners. But I, again, I, I they're not going to wind up with four losses. They've got the Bears and the Packers. Then they're at the Saints, at the Bears. I mean, my goodness. Look at the schedule, yeah. payroll. My goodness gracious, they got a cupcake schedule. <laughs> wow, do they ever have a cupcake schedule? That's we're working oh, they, yesterday. They, they are working such, and I'm looking at the schedule. They are I'm such like, a bet against in the playoffs. Oh my gosh. Are they going to be fun to bet against? What are you doing? They are a hundred percent a bet against the lions will be a fade for me in the playoffs. They're going to play nobody. And I mean, nobody, <laughs> the only playoff team they play now until the end of the year is the Cowboys on new year's on, on the, on Thursday on the, the last Thursday night game of the year in Dallas, in Dallas. That's it. Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Mm. That's their schedule. Now the Vikings may have something for you. I mean, how about know, that? They did. They, they may have something for you because Josh Dobbs is the best story in the NFL. Fantastic. It's incredible what this kid's doing. I mean, it really is special. It, I mean, I bet on the Vikings. I teased it down. Or tease them up. Sorry, it was my, that was my Wong teaser yesterday. I gave them nine points. Didn't need it. They came in, won the game outright. I mean, the books are way off on the Vikings. I mean, they had the Saints well, for a nice three. With it now, they have a yeah. quarterback who's healthy. I mean, not that. Listen, Kirk Cousins was awesome. He was having a good year. They just weren't winning the games. Dobbs is there now. It adds a little bit of different dynamic. They won five in a row. Well, they did. It, Dobbs is two. Right, right, but they've won. The team has won five in a row. Game. I'm telling you that I was going through the schedules last night, and I was like, "Oh man, is this possible? Can the Vikings win that division?" Well, they got both games against the Lions, right? Left. Yep, they've got at the Broncos this coming week. Yeah, Bears at home. They come here. We can go watch Josh Dobbs play in person. Raiders. Bengals, back-to-back roadie. That's really hard. Lions, Packers at the Lions to end the year. Those games are meaningful again. I got to be honest. I didn't think they were going to be meaningful. No way. Those games are meaningful. Those Sunday night football this week. Josh Jobs is on Sunday night football. At Denver. Yep. How does Denver get back-to-back primetime weeks? What is this? Monday night, Sunday night for the Denver Broncos. They really thought they were going to be good. NFL really thought, thought that, that. they NFL. should ask us Sean they Payton. Should. Clearly they thought Sean Payton was going to do something special and they thought they were going to have a great storyline. Clearly just asked us no we idea that under. Yeah. Um, but they should have done that. You can't predict the injuries and stuff, but what injuries for the Broncos? Nothing to talk about. It's just a team. Russ stinks. This has been a problem. <laughs> yes. They've been. It's not the the injuries aren't the problem for the Broncos. They just can't beat anybody. Like that's that's just a Bronco situation. That's not even. I the NFL clearly thought Denver was going to be something worth watching, given this time of the year, giving them Sunday, giving them Monday Sunday, 
in back-to-back weeks? As of right now, somebody just put in the chat, D Stout 19. Check your DMs, D Stout. I got business we got to take care Ooh. of. Yeah. We got we got the guy. We 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 got the guy a hat. He's to ride on the tractor with what'd you get him? Do you get him a Nebraska model? We haven't oh, made a Nebraska it's, model. It's, I was gonna show you. Did you make uh, a Nebraska model? It's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I'm, I, I'm going because Madeline asked me this question over the weekend. She said, right. Where is your Creighton model oh, BVB boy. hat? Oh, I and I, I went, Oh, let me let, I have an idea for that. All right. Yeah. I was like, I don't okay. have yeah, a yeah, yeah, model yeah, BB. Yeah, yeah. She's That's, like, don't I, you need to get a Creighton yes, model BB? It's like, yes, yes do. I yes, do. That's a very yes, good do. point. Yep, yep, yep. Actually, it used to be a Blue Jay model. Yeah, we have we'll have a couple ideas with that. Um Minnesota to win a division six to one. Will Minnesota Vikings, if you look at the standings right now, I think they're in. Do they make the playoffs as of right now? Because I thought when they got Dobbs and he's so um as of right now, the Vikings are the seven seed. I think they make the playoffs. I'm telling you, I, I said it as soon as they got him. I'm like, this team still believes they're in, in right that now. building. The coach yeah. can put him in the right spots to do whatever. What a crap fest for that. I don't even have JJ. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve seed. My gosh. What? Vikings are six and four. Bucks yeah. are four and five. Commanders are four and six. Falcons are four and six. Green Bay, three and six. Rams are three and six. That's the 12 seed. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the eight seed in the playoffs is going to be really wild to watch that to see who winds up getting it. Yeah. I mean, that's, you could have an under 500 team win the eight seed. <laughs> well, no, there's only seven teams that get in. I thought it was eight this year. Seven or eight. Two, NFL, two buys. Seven teams. Two one buys. Buy, no, number one seed. Oh, one buy. Sorry, I forgot. It's, it's no longer two buys. One buy. Sorry, 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 sorry. One buy. Sorry, sorry. Yes. One buy. Six, six teams. teams. Okay, thank you. Four Seven. division winners. Yeah, yeah. And three, and three, three wild, wild cards. cards. Okay, yeah. So they, so, so t- yeah, they, yeah, they occupy. They have a one game lead on that. Actually, one and a half game lead on that. I think they're in. As of right now, they are. I mean, are they better than the Bucks? Yes. Commanders, yes. Falcons, yes. Packers, yes. Rams, yes. Those are the teams chasing them. The in the hunt thing is one of my favorite things. I used to sit in the risk room and laugh when I saw it on the screens or we would talk about it when I was in the books. <laughs> like like Green who Bay? determines who's in the hunt? Well, one. number of games or what number of games and out. I understand, but Atlanta shouldn't be on the hunt for mm. anything. They're not like, a new coach because Arthur Smith's getting fired. I don't know about all that, but he's like, getting fired. They ain't winning. They're not. They're, they're, it's it's not. It's not. It, like they're not in the hunt. They're they're one of the hunted. Correct. Green Bay, come on. Raiders are two and zero under Antonio Pierce. A chain in the Miami. Are they Dolphins in the hunt? Away. No, they are not. They're gonna get what? Ru- they're gonna get ruined this weekend. What do you mean? You want to bet against? Bet on Miami against the, the the Raiders this weekend. There's your there's your play. Lay whatever number you want. Alt spread it whatever you want. What? A chain's back Monday. What are you doing? A chain's back. See you later. That offense, just like Debo Samuel, you put that guy back on that offense for the Dolphins. It's fire up the F one. Here we go. Look out. Race car. Oh, man. Race car is back in Miami. <laughs> Crunchy said he's in the hunt every night when the girlfriend <laughs> is getting ready for bed. 
crunchy gets his. I got two crunchy bottles made yesterday. Oh, no. Holy crap. We went nuts yesterday. Um, This is – it's 12 already? Should be. 49 in a Raider game? Yeah. Whoa. You like over already, too? They're going to score 40. My my favorite bet's gonna be team total Miami. Like I, that that'll be my favorite. Blowout. This is a this is a blowout. This is well, a, I just I, I mean I don't know. I'm betting team total Miami. Whatever the team total is for the Dolphins, I'm betting it because they're gonna score 40. There it is. Crunchy Beaver said, Oh yeah, Miami team total over lay the wood. 100 percent I'm, I'm gonna it. bet it the, the second I can find it. Is it up yet? Once it's up, I'm betting it. Look at this. Two Wong, one Wang checking in on his drive. It's the first time listening live. Keep up the great work. You keep up the great work. Seriously, right? Two Wong, one Wang. We're rooting for you, man. It's the best name. It's the best. Two Wong, one one Wang. Wang. We laugh every time we do it. Every time. I've been trying to say it straight. Every week, the pick comes in. And we got our just admin. the fact that it's names of three people. That's not like you would think. Like it's like two girls in one cup. No, two Wongs and one Wang. Those are last names. <laughs> those are real people. Those aren't like made up. Those are last names. It's our man Jeremy. It's phenomenal. Is he the Wong or the Wang? I can't remember. He's the Wong. No, Is wait. He? He's the Wang. Right? Because it's two Wong. Wang. It's two Wongs, one Wang. He's the Wang. He's a Wong. Oh, I'm wrong. Yeah, Jeremy's a uh, Wong. Sorry, I'm wrong about the guy. He's so. right though. A lot though. He is. Does yeah, well. Better to be right than Wong. <laughs> Wong. <laughs> Unless you're Wong yourself. No, we that's, love that guy. Jeremy, that, that, that's, the that's the joke. That's the joke that we make every time we enter your picks for the great proxy service. Oh. <laughs> be right. See, be Four right. Four times be and only Wong once. Don't be Wong. <laughs> don't be don't be Wong more than once. You can be Wong once. Be oh, right four times children. every we're week. We're we're come such, back and pick up the check. You're such children. Uh Patriots are two and eight. Yes, Tank. Tank, tank. You know, it's funny. This is the worst year for Belichick since his first year. He's going to go out the way he came in. Which is how? Just like in life. In diapers, sucking your thumb. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Just how it is. I don't know. He looked like he was all right on that video. He's going to coach somewhere else next year. I'm telling you. You know what I heard today? What? The Chargers. For Belichick? Yes. Okay. I mean, he's going to, he is not going to end his coaching career without breaking Don Shula's record. He's going to do it. He's just not going to do it in the Patriots. He's going to do it somewhere else. And I'm totally okay with that. I mean, this is pro sports in 2023. He has stayed longer than any coach has ever stayed. I mean, this is ridiculous. You just don't stay in a place for 23 seasons. It's unbelievable. And they're going to build a statue outside of the stadium for him. They will throw every damn flower in New England at the guy in two or three years. But it's time. And he knows it's time. Uh, I mean, Mac Jones is gone. Mac Jones knows it's time. That pick he threw yesterday was, I mean, it was perfect. It was a fun game, entertaining game. There was a pick. He's out. They lose. They put Bailey Zappi in. So he do throws you a feel pick. differently if they win that game yesterday? I'm mad about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here on out. I am mad every time the Patriots win. I do they not want to win. Giants in two weeks. Yes. The Raiders, I mean, it's the same thing. The Raiders beat the Jet, Giants and the Jets, okay? So now everybody who's a Raider fan's like, woohoo. I'm like, this is bad, guys. I would actually want them to lose. Look good and then lose and get a better draft slot for the next Raiders year. The Raiders are in the hunt. I know. It's, but they they're not a playoff the team. Last playoff I know. Spot. I know. But it's about Devontae Adams. It's because they've got guys who they're paying big money to that want to win. And Devontae looks really happy. 
The guys are all really excited. Max Crosby. I mean, there is way more talent on the Raiders sideline than the Patriots sideline. No question. I mean, just look at the roster. Look at the guys who are playing in the black and silver versus the Patriots. It's not even close. And that's Belichick's responsibility. This He is the general manager. He is responsible for the roster creation of this team. So the offensive line has got major problems. That's Bill's so fault. So can you keep him as the coach and leave and get a no. GM? No, uh-uh. It's got, he, he won't do that. You can't. It's like having all the power and then getting you know demoted. It just doesn't work. You can't. You can't ask him to be told what to do. All it does is create major problems. You just need a fresh voice. It needs. You need a fresh outlook on things to come in. I want Mike Vrabel. Okay, the dream is to get Nick Casario to come back to New England and to get Mike Vrabel, and that's the dream replacement for the Patriots. Will it happen? Will the Titans allow it to happen? Does does Vrabel want to come back? I don't know. He might not. But if it's not him, it could be Gerard Mayo. It could be Nick Casario and Gerard Mayo. You're going to get somebody from the Patriot tree to take it over. And I'm really cool with that because you keep the Patriot way going. But I'm 40. He hasn't really been that good other than Vrabel. Well, no, I, I, I don't mean the coaching tree the same way you're talking about. I'm talking about the Patriot way. Those people who live and breathe and subscribe to the way the Patriots have been successful oh. over 20 years, how to do things right. Team first, not about you. Make sure you're doing everything to win. Be smart about how you're doing it. The same thing that Brady did, the way that Brady and Belichick both built this franchise into what it is. I, I think about this all the time. At 46, I'm talking to kids who are 18 and 19 two times a week in my class at UNLV. Yep. Belichick's in his seventies. I'm yep. having a hard time finding common ground with 18 and 19 year olds. I couldn't imagine if you had 30 years on to me and I'm trying to talk to millionaire 22 year olds. Like he just doesn't have, you could be the jerk and you could be the ruler holder and you can wrap guys on the finger for not doing it right. When you're winning, but as soon as things go awry and things go the other way, they just click you off and turn you out. Well, don't you have to, if you, if you, it's a good point. One, the, the solution to that, at least initially is to just shut up and listen. That's a lesson in life. Let them talk, hear what they're saying, and then talk their language. One, but two, he's got to get better assistance. That can relate to those guys, well, right? Bill O'Brien. I mean, look, Bill O'Brien coming back is great. He was on the sidelines ripping Mac yesterday. Wow. Did you see that video? It's great. He did it to Brady. That's why Brady loved him. Brady right. loved him because O'Brien was the one guy that looked at him and was like, I don't care who you are. Run the play the way I want the play run. Do it as we practice it. But, but, but no buts. Do it as I'm telling you. And Mac looks like my daughter when I'm scolding her. Like he just like cowered in like. He knows mentally he's done. Mac Jones is done in the NFL. He'll be a backup quarterback. He's done. He doesn't have what it takes to play the position at a really high level because athletically he is so limited. Look at Aiden O'Connell. Look at the touchdown throw he threw to Max to, to, to Mike Mayer yet last night. He gets pressure off the edge. He's not fast, but he's fast enough to feel the pressure, step up, throw on the run over a cornerback to the bottom of the back of the end zone for a six foot five tight end to catch the football. It's a hell of a pass. Matt can't it's do a hell that. of a catch, but that was a hell of a beat. 
Listen, O'Connell made a couple passes yesterday. I was like, dude, got an arm. Better than Mac Jones. Okay. He's Mac Jones was taken in the top half of the first round. O'Connell was a kid out of Purdue who was just kind of a, also ran. when they drafted them, people were like, whoa, really? Raiders drops a quarterback. They just got Garoppolo and they've got, wait, what? Really? Kid now is a starting quarterback and the team believes in him. Beyond anything else, the team believes he you is don't the think guy. The team believes in Mac? Not even close. They're out. No, not even close. You got veterans who have played with real, you know, really good quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, Juju, right. Juju has played with Mahomes. <laughs> I, I mean, last year, Smith Schuster was playing with Patrick Mahomes. Now he's playing with Mac Jones. Right. It's just a different combination. I mean, Devontae Parker has played with Tua. Like, there's just, you look at Mac and you look at the way the modern NFL quarterback has to play. And they, they're trying to recreate, you know, keep going with Brady and, you know, a statue quarterback who has pocket awareness, who can slide in the pocket and find guys open. That's not it anymore. Drake May, Caleb Williams, watch the top level quarterbacks. Jaden Daniels had a crazy run, amazing run for LSU over the weekend. You have to be mobile. You got to be able to move because the defensive end in the NFL until you're not though. Everybody's fast in the NFL and they get hit. Yeah, but Robert you, Griffin the, Jr. Okay. Robert Griffin the third was tell RG3 me was amazing. He got tell hit. me a quarterback. Tell me a quarterback in the NFL who's in the top who, who you would say is a top five quarterback talent wise who's not mobile. They're all mobile. There isn't a Ben Roethlisberger. Again, I think you have to be mobile enough. You don't have to no. be a running quarterback. You no, just no, 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 no. Don't, don't misunderstand me. So what is Patrick Mahomes a running quarterback? No, but he can run. Correct. That's what I mean. You don't have to be a running quarterback. I'm not saying Kyler Murray. I'm not saying that type of quarterback that hurts yeah. you with his legs consistently as part of the game plan. I'm talking about, and even Collinsworth said this last night during the broadcast, what I thought was really interesting. The teams are now saying that their second best option in the red zone is a broken play for the quarterback. Not the first, they have, you know, this is our number one call. Our number two call is when it goes to shit and you got to run around and find a play. Can you make that play? That's right. the best option in the NFL. Mac Jones can't do that. He threw off his back foot, threw a pick in the end zone when they were going to win the football game yesterday. That game was, that game could have been won by the Patriots. Instead, he got blitzed off the edge. He's falling backwards, throws it up for grabs, gets picked off game over. Right. I mean, you got to be able to avoid that pressure. You got to be able to move and feel and then get somebody open by enough time to fight. Even Brock Purdy did it yesterday where he threw across his body, across the end zone to, I think it was Ayuk or is it maybe Samuel in the end zone, which was a like, what are you doing? But he bought enough time to find a receiver open. Pass, yeah. You don't have to run. You just got to be able to move. He can't move. And, and I think that's the end of the position. The same thing about Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh for the longest time. But the yeah, game was totally ran, different. The game was different. Roethlisberger oh, but could he, hurt you too. When he had he, to, Roethlisberger could move when he had to. Oh, no no question. That's what I was going to say. He moved enough. He was able to avoid, extend plays. Then it got to the point where he was extending plays too long and holding right. the ball too long, and it would lead to errors and mistakes. But, you know, he won a couple Super Bowls. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm not saying Mac Jones is anywhere close to that. The personnel dictates what you do as far as a quarterback, unless your personnel is all, all pro level like the Niners and you can come in and be Brock Purdy because is he mobile? Yes. 
moves enough. Yes, he's mobile. He can move. You have to be able to move and get by time. You got to be able to avoid pressure. You got to feel it first. Yeah. And then you got to be able to move and, and get away from it when you have to. Again, you don't have to be Daniel Jones, but the position in college and the position now in the NFL is being played by athletic Guys, Josh Dobbs, look what he's doing with the Vikings. It's unbelievable. He's buying time like crazy. He's running around, running for his life, throwing on the run. If you can do that, what makes Caleb Williams such a great pro prospect is he has a cannon on the run. He can yeah, move. I, I don't think I, I, I don't think he's going to be. Oh, oh I think he's going to be phenomenal. I think Caleb Williams in the pros is going to be tremendous. Drake May's got a little bit of a question because he makes bad decisions. But Drake May equally, I think he's going to be really good in the NFL. I think Jaden Daniels is going to be really good in the NFL. Bo Nix is the one that I'm worried about because Bo Nix is stuff over the weekend. Um, this that somebody had this talent level quarterback for this draft is one of the lowest rated in years. There's two guys and everybody else is down. Yeah. Cause, Cause there's only two players really that, that you want to jump down about, but, but Caleb Williams is a generational talent. I mean, he's an unbelievable thrower of the football. He is. I mean, he's going to go number one. He needs to go to a right position, a right place, but he has the ability. He's played at very high levels, played all over the country, seen all sorts of defenses. Got to want to learn. Got to want to get there and learn and not be all high to how, you know, up on his high horse. But if he goes in there with a the work ethic, I think Caleb Williams would be great. Same thing for Drake May. After that, there's going to be a question. Bo Nix, I would not draft. Bo Nix is Brock Purdy. Bo Nix is playing with an, un- an incredible cast of characters around him, and he may very well win the Heisman. But I don't believe Bo Nix is going to have a great pro career. I don't know. I, I, again, there's a lot of people that will evaluate quarterbacks. I watch the games and know, you know, what you kind of rate them to help make the numbers. We'll see. You know, Caleb's got he's running for his life every single play. They're not in a game. They can't scoring. stop anybody. He's still scoring. Running for his life, he's still scoring. He's still throwing big, you know, big, long completions down the field. So is Justin Herbert. I, you don't like Herbert? No, I like Herbert, but I love Herbert. Uh-huh. You don't like him in the pros? Does it translate to win? What do you mean? It's his coach's. Justin Herbert's with the wrong team and the wrong franchise. Justin Herbert's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Easy. Okay. I love Justin Herbert. The What's arm talent alone today? is incredible. What's the record? But that's not the, that's not quarterback's fault. That's the thing. People get tied up with that. Quarterback oh. aren't responsible for wins and losses. That's not fair. You don't oh, play de- okay. quarterbacks. Don't play defense. That's not his fault. He's Mac got- Jones. He Mac Jones is making horrible decisions. So he's he can't responsible the- for wins and losses. No, he's responsible for his own personal play. He's responsible for the turnovers. He's responsible you can for being not- responsible for your own personal play. And it doesn't translate to wins and losses. That's what I'm saying. If you're playing, if the quarterback plays at a high level and the rest of the team falls apart, that's not on the quarterback. But if the quarterback is is playing at a very poor level, making poor decisions. Look, this is people's. This is a defense of Mac Jones in New England. Everyone's saying, "Look at the receivers. Look at the offensive line." This is not a Mac Jones problem. And I say, "Look at the decision making. He look at the look. He should have. Oh, the picks have been bad. Picks are I mean, horrible. No question. The, the pick picks, sixes but, are horrible. The decisions but, he makes are awful. He throws that ball up in the end zone. It should have been picked off in the end zone in that game against the Colts. I mean, right. it wasn't, but it should have been. Like he makes awful decisions with the football all the time, and that's not talent. That's just his right. own play. And he has regressed dramatically from where he was in his rookie year. 
And there were questions coming out of the draft as to how good was he really. And then he had a good first year, made, made, right. made the Pro Bowl. And everyone's like, oh, we were wrong. Patriots were right. And ever since that season, it's been nothing but regression for Mac. And he'll find his way somewhere. You know, maybe he's a backup crunchy to send the chat. He's not even a backup quarterback. I don't know. Some really bad backup quarterbacks. But you know, Brian Hoyer has been in the league for X number of years. This is a backup. So I think that could be Mac's future, make a very good living doing it, but he's just right. not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Whew. We'll see. They'll blow the whole thing up. And I mean, and they should. And I hope they goes, do. I mean, I think if Bill goes, I think Gerard Mayo is the guy they're going to most likely elevate. He'll be the coach next year. And younger guy who can relate to the players who's been in the league, who's played in the league which more and more that's showing some type of, you know, connection to the players when they can say, I've been in your shoes. Antonio Pierce keeps on banging on that. Like when I played, when I played, when I played, you know, the best thing he's doing, the best thing I've heard from Antonio Pierce with the Raiders is he keeps on saying, you got to be proud to be a Raider. You got to be proud to wear this uniform. We want people, we want people who want to be Raiders. And that's, even though that's like a kind of cliche type of thing, you don't hear that all that often from a franchise that's been in the toilet for a long time. Right. Like he's changing people. The we's changing the way the players are seeing their own brand. Buy in, guys. Be here. Don't think about where you're going to be in the offseason. Don't think about playing for somebody else. Want to be here right now with us. It's all you can control. It's big. I, I, it's it's so, big. It's and wild. It's very hard. And it's professional and it's a job and all that other stuff. But you still got to play together to be successful. Because Josh and, wasn't like that. I mean, you never well, heard you never heard Josh say anything like that. He never talked about being proud to be a Raider, proud to be here. I heard Antonio Pierce after the game yesterday say something about, and he was just all the credit went to the players. Mm. Like that that's the whole key to life. Like when 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 you're coaching a parent, whatever, the successes are theirs, the failures are yours. And mm. like if you can let them know that most of the time that that's the way you're going to publicly have the persona in the room, you know, you hold them accountable, but you praise in public, criticize in private. Those are like things that I think go a long way. And Pierce has the room. There's no question about that. Obviously it doesn't look like bill does. <laughs> not, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, primetime unders again, two and now on the week, Thursday and Sunday. Here we are on a Monday. 11 of the last 12 have gone under. Can't explain this. If you're the book, I mean, we, we talked about this on Thursday. We talked about the Iowa game over the weekend. You know, I would have put the Iowa game at 24. Which would have been genius. That would have been, we would have made so much money that we wouldn't have needed nothing like for the rest of the year. Because we'd have been so far off the market on a college football total and welcomed in bets and done all this stuff. I don't know what to do with this. Like this would be one of those ones we would be not giggling about, but kind of going, throw your hands up. What do we do? What do you do? 77.8% primetime unders. Come on. And that's with Thursday. You make it. And that's with Thursday. Right. You know, you take off Thursday. It's even, it's even worse. I, I, I last I night, 36 and a half. Didn't come close. <laughs> field goals, field goals, field goals. I don't know. I, it's, 
I'm sorry. Well, fuck it. Just keep betting it. I did. <laughs> right? That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm I, trying I to find four, a reason I took 48 to made it. it. Trying to say, oh, this will be the night. You know, I thought and everybody is bad teams. I, 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 I tried to get cute. I tried to get cute, you know, last week. It's like, God's oh, going over, betting over. Nope. Under, 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 under. Tonight, everyone's saying over. Bills, Bills, Bills. Offense, offense, offense. Nope. Don't buy that Bills offense. No. Wait. Broncos give up 70. Yeah. Don't think it's going to happen tonight. No, the Bills are banged up on both sides of the football. Bills got to get right, don't they? I don't think so. Not tonight. No. Mm -mm. Doesn't happen tonight. Not in my mind. Broncos are going to be a problem. This is like a 23-20 game to me. Put your guys' final score in the chat tonight. What you think will happen. Crunchy LL just came in there. 27-17 Bills tonight. <sighs> that would get them a cover, but the yep. game would stay under. Yep. I don't know. 24-20, somewhere yep. in that neighborhood. So I, I think 23-20, 24-20. Yes. 24-20. That, that's where I am. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm on the same, same level. I don't know. We got to see something out of the Bills tonight at home. This has to be. Bengals lost at home. Bills and the Bengals are both going through it at the moment. They're both going through this swoon, mid-season slump. Oh, Buffalo at home against the Jets next week. There's, Seven your, get, point. there's your get right game. Is it? That's yeah. a tough game. It is, but the Jets gave up a lot of big plays to the to, to the Raiders last night. And they just Raiders offense in the red zone is horrible. They just can't score touchdowns. 27, 20, 21, 17, 24, 20, 27, 18. Linus with an odd number. 21, 14, 24, 17. Wow. Only one person, Percy, so far said 31 to 20. Oh, there's John with another 31 to 20. So not many overs. You like over? Mm -mm. Can't do it. I bet under 48. I'd have to side with the under before the game. Like the Broncos more, though, plus seven. Give me the points. You want to mess around with that same game teaser? Broncos no, I, and I, I very much thought about doing that, but I decided to, to do two different bets instead. And just, you know what? I, right. I thought about same game teasing it, and I was like, you know what? Not not doing it. I, no, I had I had operation. a – You could actually tease one side down that you like or take it up with Denver and put it with the Bengals. On Thursday, carry it over to the Bengals, get nine and a half or seven point teaser and get ten and a half. Mm. Bengals aren't getting blown out on Thursday. I don't think so. That's an angry. Oh, you're frozen. Uh, we just clicked it. All right, there we go. Okay, just click through. The Ravens are an angry bunch. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm uh, more on that. I'm better to book it. Uh, Edmonton fired Jade Wilcroft over the weekend. Uh, what do you make of the dead cat bounce tonight against the Islanders? Books think so. It's a three nine and one hockey team as one seventy six favorites at home tonight. You'll hear it all day. Different shows. I mean, there's a legitimate thing in it. You bet the team the next game after the coach gets fired. Because well, that's everybody's wake-up call in the room. They won Saturday. And he still fired. And they still fired him. And they hired 
the Erie Otter coach that coached Connor McDavid. They brought in Connor McDavid's coach and they brought Paul Coffey from an advisory role to the bench. Watching Paul Coffey skate in person was one of the great joys that I ever had watching wow. in NHL. He, he skated on ice. It looked completely different. We were just stare. We would go, my brothers and I would go and watch him do pregame. When he became a penguin, it was unbelievable. Um, I mean, they're, you see where they're at in the standings? Yep. Like they had to do something. Yep. Too much talent. Everybody good tonight? What's the, is the goalie situation the one? Doesn't ones? matter to me. It's going to be Skinner. I mean, can he help them? Skinner? No. The yeah, Islanders got to be live in this situation. No, they you would on paper they are, but no, I don't think so. I I think McDavid comes. I think Sorokin confirmed. Skinner still yeah. expected. Not it's gonna be, it's gonna be Skinner. I don't know. I think the Islanders are live. I can't like you can't be laying prices. I don't think with Edmonton regulation. You like not, him in oh much better. What was price. it minus one ten? Fifteen. Okay. Much better huh. price. All right. Much better price. Get him in regulation. Uh, this is wild. Avalanche and the Kraken have both lost three of four. Yeah. They're both going bad. Seattle at home, total six and a half. I, I couldn't, I, I looked at this like 15 different ways. Like I feel like Seattle at home is live, but I don't like the way they're going. I don't like the over, but I don't, both teams are, I mean, Colorado has been an under team at times. It's a tough game to bet today. This is a tough game to bet. So I just, I just stayed off of it. Terrible like, oh. start for Seattle. Yep. And well, the abs are right now. I mean, they're not playing well at all. They've had a bunch of injuries. McCars missed time. 150. Right. On the road. This price seems heavy. Excessive again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dog right. live. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Move coming on St. John's, by the way. Number Makes sense. Up to, numbers up to three. Josie Myers, by the way, did the uh, the popcorn for for the fade the sharks. Got another winner there yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they've ever since they've won those back to back games, they've lost every game on the puck line since. Okay, they went so right back. Stick with it. Just yeah, they went. They went right back. <laughs> get back. It's getting, but it's getting really expensive. I was going to go bet it. It's getting really expensive to bet them on the puck line. Did the Bruins lose yesterday? Yep, to the uh, to the Canadians. Canadians. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jeez. Canadian fans, you can have your your Super Bowl. Congratulations. Oh boy, because that's what it was to them. They won a game. Yeah, Canadians are god awful, and that was their Super Bowl. So, taking victory laps all you want in November. But you might be our guests. Oh boy. Bruins fans do not, we do not care about the regular season. After what happened last year in the playoffs, we do not care about the regular season. Just get me a hundred points and I'm good. That's all I want. Okay. Well, on my way to getting there for the Bruins to, to go over a hundred points for my bet. And we're all good. All right. I, I've let you go an hour and 20 minutes without reliving Saturday. So now it's time to relive it. Thanks. What was that, Dave? Told you we are very worried. <laughs> <laughs> and that stuck. That was I never felt I got excited when they did the fake play and they scored the touchdown. I'm like, oh, maybe. Then the second half started. 
and they ran the ball every play. At like every play, literally, they just kept running the ball. And there was no answer, and there was no adjustment, and there was nothing. And I was like, same shit. <laughs> I'm, my phone was blowing up, and we, we were trying to put the picks in. I got all the, you know, Franklin sucks, Franklin this, Franklin that. I don't know one thing specifically, but man, oh man, I was, I, I was like, where are we going now? Like Citrus Bowl, it's done. That's it. Now I got Michigan and Ohio State, and I asked you, I asked everybody, who, if you got to pick one, who are you picking? Michigan. Not even close. Not even close. What the Big Ten is trying to do with Coach Harbaugh right now? Unbelievable. We use the term witch hunt a lot. Just this said he is was the definition. coach on Saturday. What I happened did. to that judge? Can't believe it. No, I didn't answer the call. What happened? I thought it was they decided to see him. they decided that the judge, I haven't seen the judge recuse himself or not, but they decided not to take the case. They decided not to do an emergency injunction. So I don't know what happened. They filed and they did not because of who got the case. I think everybody said, wait, 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 because on Friday night, they assigned the case to a Michigan professor. <laughs> it's fascinating. The now, chances it's be, of that are unbelievable. It's supposed to be random now, okay? It's supposed to be just like a random assignment. But they And so there was a lot of questions of like, wait a minute. What does this look like? And I, I'm, I'm starting to believe nothing is random. Well, they, but the, again, though, they paused it. They didn't rule it for that very reason. They said, wait, this is, we got to, no, 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 no. We got to circle back on Monday, get this, you know, what we're going to do with this. So here's the interesting point about this now, because he did not coach against Penn state this week. It doesn't matter. They're going to destroy it's Maryland. I believe, right. They're going to kill Maryland. Hold on. I think it's like 30. What's it's red go. If they get the stay tomorrow, today, whatever it might be, it could be a two or three week time until the hearing comes down. Harbaugh could will be allowed to coach against Ohio State, which is the game they wanted him there anyway. Penn State's 20 and a half against Rutgers. That's They're going to kill. kill him, right? Illinois and Iowa. Can you believe that total? total of 30. Can you believe that? 30 and a half. I mean, Iowa State under again, 22 nothing. their win over the weekend. The Iowa number, the lowest in the history of, of, of betting on college football at 27 stayed under. <laughs> it's 30. I couldn't believe that. I was waiting. I was looking at like 34, 35. I thought we'd see something 30 for Illinois, Iowa. Yeah, let's see. What the, where's the Michigan game? Can't find it. They. This is the question. It's probably Michigan helpful. at Maryland. Oh, it came down. Opener was 21. It's 19 now. Here is a very interesting question. What do the books do about Michigan and future bets? Oh, what do you do about this? Because I am one who has a Michigan future. (laughs) This is an important question for me. What do you do if Michigan is ruled to be ineligible for the college football playoffs? Oh, my God. Gosh, give all the money back. Sports handle that arguments. The books aren't going to do that. The books are just going to say it's a bad bet. It's a loss. It's a loser. That's, I mean, that's probably the most fair ruling. 
It's out of your control. It's out of their control. You know, it's a bad it's, beat though. But the pissed off customer. Oh, it's a terrible beat. Undefeated. It's a terrible beat. Undefeated. I'm gonna be really pissed off. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm sitting. I I, I have a nice number to hedge off of. And then if they make the playoffs, I can I can get real aggressive here with a hedge on Michigan. Wow. I have you know I have nearly ten to one on Michigan. I I want to be able to play with it. So. Uh, did you? I haven't seen. I'm watching a soundbite now, um, of Harbaugh talking to the media today. He, I guess, he, he was really weird. Special treatment. Yeah, I guess he had some some weird comments that were being received. Well, CBW just came in the chat and said Friday's the hearing. Harbaugh says he will be there as he has a lot of things to say. <sighs> I can't wait. He's gonna roast everyone. I can't wait. That's a lot of money in that pool. I don't know. We'll have to check around. I'm, you know what? I'm not checking around because if nothing happens, it'll be well, not worth the time of Fair. bothering and trying to. I mean, somebody might have to really deep dive deep into the house rules. There might be something in there that somebody could challenge and say, if the team didn't finish the season, blah, 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 blah. If, they're if they do finish the season, you took the bet. Well, if, they finish, be- if they finish the season, you have action. Well, no, I mean they should like be, if they're going to if I mean it, uh, why if it's a problem for the coach yeah you you make them just get another coach right like instead no of, you would ban Michigan because that, like, like I said to that's you, it on that's sports t- done playing there's two different rules at play here the NCAA says. If your coach breaks a rule, the team is responsible. The Big Ten says if the coach breaks the rule, the coach is responsible. Which one is it? It's well, the Big Ten is the one who's banning him from Big Ten games. The NCAA has to ban him from playing in the championships, even though the college football playoff is not run by the NCAA. The college football committee can ignore the NCAA if they wanted to. I, they never would, but they could if they wanted to. Oh. The NCAA does not give you mean out. he could not coach in a regular season and then coach in the playoffs? Correct. What an ultimate. F- the only that. championship that the NCAA runs for football is FCS D2, D3. They okay. don't run FBS football. Wow. So that's the hook that could – it creates a weird situation. <laughs> I mean, if Harbaugh, just, if, if the committee's like, we're taking Michigan, sorry, we know you guys are, are against it, but like they're, you know, 12 and 0, they won the Big Ten championship, the 13 and 0, like we're putting them in. They're a 13 year old, it would make a mockery of our entire situation. Correct. If we don't put a 13 and 0 Michigan Big Ten championship. Team things starting next year, they don't need that. Right. Pick the so, best four teams. Put Michigan in. Michigan picked them. So. I don't know if you got to pick a side, all these people in the chat, which side are you picking? Just as a general, who you're rooting for when Ohio State and, and Michigan play next week? Friends only, friends only, friends bet on Ohio State. You don't think so? Can't happen. Plus the points. Can't Where's happen. the game? Uh, Indianapolis. No, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State is home. Oh, it's at Ohio State. No, no, no sorry. No, no, it's at Michigan. No, because they, they won there last year. It's at Michigan. Michigan's at home. I thought it made the Big Ten title game. 
Wow. Michigan's going to be three-point favorites. At Michigan, that's it? Yeah. Can't see it being more than that. It's up. It's up at Fandle. What is it? Got to find it. Hold on. Yeah, it's at Michigan. It's a uh, noon kickoff on Fox. Huh. Let's see. It is. Can't find it. Of course not. Boy, there's a lot of college football games listed. Uh, well, keep talking. I'll find it. Okay. Uh, let's go here to Texas A&M. They fired Jimbo Fisher. They owe him over $70 million, and there's no offset language to this, which is one of the most insane things if you stop and think about it as to how in the world they owe him this much money and he can work anywhere he wants and get paid double. They can double dip on it, which I I mean. I don't what? even know. I, I'm, I, I'm going to try to reach out to Jimbo's agents. <laughs> Get that done. It's five and a half. Michigan minus five and a half at home right wow. now. That's a yeah, little three heavy. was a wishful thinking for all wanting little, to lay three. Yeah. <laughs> no chance you were laying three. It's a little heavy. Book. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, Jimbo Fisher, this is from my, our, our friend Pete Futek. It should have worked. It's fair. It's a good point. What should have worked? Jimbo at AM should have worked. Why? Because he had everything he needed. He had every dollar, every resource, every plane, everything he ever could have dreamt to have. And it Did didn't he have work. a quarterback? Couldn't find one. Couldn't find oh. one that worked. But that's him. Oh. That's on him. He was in the SEC. He had he had the state of Texas to himself in the SEC. And he couldn't get a quarterback. He couldn't get a top-level guy. Couldn't get a top-four guy to come in and play for him. Okay. It's amazing. It's hard but, to win. It's on Jimbo. A lot of money. I mean, they're going to give him over $70 million and he can go work somewhere else next year and get paid twice. There's no offset language in the contract. It's an unreal deal by that agent. Wait, Texas A&M won the game 52 to 10 and then fired the guy? Yep. Wow. Yeah, because they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. There must have been other things at work. There has to be something, right? He said don't, something to somebody. Like he he did something. Yeah, to, you, you he did something. At the end of the year, right? He did something to somebody. He said he basically they were going to fire him. He found out most likely. Like most likely, what happened was he found out they were going to fire him at the end of the year, and he said, "Fire me now! Fire me now! I don't want to be here. Fire me now!" And they go, "Okay, You're fired." Like. It was already, they had already made the decision. It leaked to him. He found out. He probably burst into someone's office and said, Fire me now. And they said, Okay, we'll fire you now. Wow. So, man. Yeah. They win, a, they win a game big and then they bounce them. And it's like, Wow, really? Okay. On the other side, how about UNLV? Barry it's Odom. It's impressive, man. Whips Wyoming at home, win and cover on Friday night. Yep. Good crowd at Allegiant Stadium for that game on Friday yep. night. 
They're going to a good bowl game. Yep. And they got a monster game coming up this weekend. Oh, I didn't even look ahead. Who did they play? It's I believe they play Air Force, I believe. Hold on. This is the Air Force weekend. Up there? Yes. Uh, UNLV, UNLV. I haven't looked at the college boards. Guys, apologize. Oh, UNLV at Air Force. It's only three? That's the number. It's, I was thinking in my head, six. It's It's for first place in the Mountain West. Damn, son. Five and one Air Force, five and one UNLV. Oh, and the number is three. They're going after a regular season ring. These two teams may play again in the Mountain West Conference Championship game. On a neutral. Or is it here? I thought it was here, but I might be wrong. I don't know. Everything else. know where the Mountain West Championship game is, put it in the chat. Listen, that was fun. We talked about it. We're on Sports Grid every Friday at 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, all that stuff. You guys can come. Watch it there too. We talked about Hosted by it. the top regular s- season team. Yeah. It's a home, right? It's a it home. It can game. be here. Right. Be fun. Ho, ho, ho. They beat Air Force because Fresno's four and two and Boise's four and two and San Jose's four and two. UNLV's lost to Fresno State. That's it. And they had the game tying touchdown in the kids' hands in the end zone and he dropped it. Mm. So they could have beaten Fresno or at least gone to overtime with Fresno on the road. That's a twelve thirty start. Wow, that's good. There's some there's some interesting games Saturday. This is one of them. I don't know if this would have been interesting before the season, Just but bet this the is over and leave it alone. Just bet the over and be done with it. Forty seven. Bet the over and be done with it. Yes. Air Force Air Force is scoring on UNLV. Yes, that's a really hard team to to prep for on at their place. Man alive! But Air Force's defense has been giving up points. I just can't believe it. Eight and two versus eight and two. And UNLV is one of those teams that are eight and two. Two straight Brother losses. Dan. Brother Dan just came in and chat and said, Dave, just for goodness sake, search UNLV and it should come right up. What are you doing? Like, what is he talking about? Search what? It took too long to find a game. Oh, stop. It's fine. Air Force has lost back-to-back games against Army and at Hawaii. Wow. Say yeah. that again. Air Force has lost back-to-back games. They lost to That's Army right. at home at, in Denver at Mile High. Yeah. And then they went on the road to Hawaii and lost, lost. 27-13 for their first Mountain West Conference loss of the year. Dog is live in that game, boy. <laughs> wow. I don't know if my, if the kid is, is uh, the cornerback that's on the team will be in class today. In class today. I hope he is today because I'm going to give him a fist bump and go, go get him, guys. This is phenomenal. He hurt his hamstring, so he's he was out last week because he was having MRIs on his hamstring. So I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. Onler asking the chat how the doctor do. The doctor got three, three covers out of four. one non cover, right? If you if you round robin to points, you you cashed. You got a, you got money one, line did not get there. The three teamer, yeah, yeah, two way. You went two and four in the money line parlay, but two, the round robin two and two. Yeah, yeah, on the money line, but three of the dogs covered. Stop right. betting BYU. All yeah, of BYU's. you. If you're watching. Listening, so read bad. my lips. Stop because I bet it. Betting BYU. And we were sitting there at bowling, 
And you said, go ahead and bet. I go, yeah, but the third leg's not in yet. I can't bet the fourth leg yeah, to the third like, leg's oh. in. <laughs> I can't bet to the third leg's in. And the third leg, by the time the third leg cashed, it was like 21 nothing. <laughs> it was already too far out of reach to bet it. So it was like, ah, just. Well, it, was, it was 17 7, but we were watching it and it was like, they're not stopping them. No, they're it was like minus them. like 800. In yeah, the game. they it moved was, that money line way up and said, yeah, see you luck. later. There was, no, there was unfortunately none of none of that coming right. in. Uh, before we let go of Sports Grid, yep. let's do quickly the NBA real fast. Celtics nine and a half point home favorites against the Knicks. Totals two twenty one and a half. Oh, I, I mean, you heard Dane. I, I don't want nothing to do with the Celtics. That's that's no. I mean the Knicks. Yeah, Boston is seven zero and one ATS first half in the NBA this year. Wow. 3-0-1. Oh, sorry, no, so sorry. 7-1-1 one, one overall. 3-0-1 oh, at home. Okay. Side, not team total. Side. Side. Because the team total's been falling under. Uh-huh. But they're but they're covering the spread. Right. Because they're playing defense. Right? Like that's what I watched. I think I've watched like two, maybe total three games in full for the Celtics. And I'm like, right. this, they're, they got guys that can score, but they might've got their dog. They might've got like the whole oh, Drew holidays. I'm, I mean, Drew holidays, Bucks fans are going to be so pissed off in the playoffs. They're going to go, Oh my God, I can't believe he's a Celtic because he's the best on ball defender in the, in the Eastern conference. The whole thing is unbelievable. Changed. Oh yeah, they're playing defense. There's no question about it. So we'll see, but the Knicks are going to struggle to score tonight. Yes, I think the game goes under. Probably. Mm-hmm. That's my lean. Yeah, I'm staying away from the team totals and staying away from the totals. Just I looked at Boston going. Okay, the number at BetMGM was four and a half. First half, it was nine. This number's up to nine. It was nine this morning. It's nine and a half now. Side was four and a half. Yep, they were at four and a half. Drafting is at five. Oh, and the game and, was nine. No, that makes sense. Okay. And FanDuel was five and a half. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't feel bad if we were, you know, in the book and say, just bump it up to five, see if anybody wants to take it. Let them. FanDuel just said five and a half. <laughs> we don't do flat numbers here. We go five and a half. Yeah, they do do that. Yeah. So, and then uh, finally, Cavs against the Knicks, against the Kings. Mm-hmm. The Kings are on a homestand. This is the third game of this homestand. They have mm-hmm. been a dog every game. Mm-hmm. They are 2-0 and straight up, and they are 2-0 and ATS. And yet they are dogs again here today to the Cavaliers. Not no more. Oh, really? Yeah. it's Flip. Anything that, that was favored the other way is now pick them. And there's two minus ones on the bottom for second. Kings are favored. Now. So. Yeah, it has to flip. Wow. Yeah. How yeah. about that? Yeah. So, and they did it before watching the show. So, you know, again, hit the like button, hit the subscribe okay. button, leave a comment, all that other stuff. That we didn't appreciate make any the sense. hell out of you. But yeah, they're they're not watching it. They already moved the number before they got. How the about people. that? Do you agree? Kings lot King Kings win? You just said it. I did, but it's two and oh at home. Cleveland on a road trip, not Sacramento. It's not a back-to-back for either team, is it? Don't believe so, no. Oh, then yes, Sacramento should be favored. Based on what I know of, I I have not seen Cleveland play one second of the season. So, Yeah, they just beat the Warriors. 
Cavaliers beat the Warriors 118-110. That game was on, uh, yep, two days ago. It was on Saturday. In Golden State. At Golden State, yep. And then Golden State lost to Minnesota too, right? Yep. Minnesota, <laughs> Golden State, Denver, start for them. Austin, look out. Timberwolves are no joke. That Minnesota's is business is booming. Ant is, oh boy. Vikings, Timberwolves are getting relevant. The Wild, thank goodness, they just continue to play hockey. Games go over. <laughs> All you need to do is just bet over. Wild, it's unbelievable. Fantastic. For you guys on Sports Grid, for you guys on SiriusXM, thank you for listening and watching. We appreciate it. We'll be back coming up tomorrow, same place, same time for the replay. But if you are live on YouTube or live on Twitter, don't move. You guys are lucky enough to get some bonus time. Okay, uh, the ESPN handbook came out. Yes. The employee handbook came out for ESPN. Lots of stuff on ESPN Bet. Yeah. Guidelines issued ahead of ESPN's launch of ESPN Bet, emphasizing the integrity, that word integrity. It prohibits activities extended to on all betting apps, not just the ESPN branded book. Meaning if you work for ESPN and you are covering a game, you can't bet on the game, period. DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, Fanatics, don't matter. You can't bet on any game you work. Fair. Uh, our friend Eric Raskin, mm -hmm. who lives in Philly, wrote an article today about it on Sports Handle. Mm -hmm. um, Linehan was tweeting about it, and I responded to both of them. And I told Eric I was reading this directly, <laughs> what he wrote. Yeah. And I'll attribute it to him, but he's right. When I asked the question, I told him it was a good column, and it is a good column. And if you guys don't follow him, follow Eric. Go read the column. It's good. I said, I have a question, though. Who's policing the policy? And he went, it's a heck of a question. As, was, as with most things in the corporate world, I interpret this memo as, quote, we're covering our butts in writing here. Don't do anything stupid. But if you do, now it's officially on you, not on us. I call you because I wait for you to either text me like the link sent, and then I'll read the rundown. But I'll shoot you text and different ideas as well when we do the rundown. And I saw this, and I had to call you. And I'm <laughs> like, what does this mean? And you go, it's a CYA. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it is CYA. That's what it is. We're in bonus time. It's cover your ass. Exactly. They're just covering their ass. Because I thought, wait a second, who's going to be? No one's policing the job it. of no following one, these no. people around no. and seeing if they're betting offshore, seeing if they're betting other books, seeing if the stop. No, there, no That's one's ever going to do that. What they're what they're doing is if you violate it, like. If they were to run a geo target, right? They bring in somebody who has the ability to geo target and says, okay, do us a favor. Was anybody making any bets on a game they were working? Yeah. The producer who is back in Bristol Bet 20 is, be bucks. is betting 20 bucks on the Knicks to cover tonight. Fired. Goodbye. You're gone. No questions asked. Oh. You're out. Goodbye. That's what that means. 
It's it's they're just going to say it is a fireable offense. If you sign the new employee handbook to work at ESPN, you work a game, you bet on said game, you are fired. Doesn't matter ESPN bet or not. Any game you are working, you are fired. Camera guy, producer, line guy, audio tech, anyone working the game, you are fired. I can tell you personally, that's uh, a little bit extra. A little bit extra. It's it's insane. I mean, it literally is just trying to do, we're going to shake a really big stick at you and say, do not do it. Because I, I... what influence does a audio tech have on a game? I don't think it implies anything like that. I think they just want to tell you that you can't do it because you might say something, talk something. No, you Tyler might see told something. a great story today that when he was in college, the point guard told him he was going to be on a minute restriction or something, or maybe right. not going to yeah. play. Yeah. So, his, the team was eight-point favorite. He said he loaded up on the dog. The favorite won by 20. Right. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. Right. Fair. Didn't like, matter. it doesn't matter, I guess, until it does. Yeah, until you had some real big information. The hits. We talk about this all the time. The whole, whenever a flag gets thrown up about a bet that comes in. Yep. It never is for a loser. Right. It's for winners only. (laughs) You never hear suspicious gambling $10,000 bet came in. Well, did it win? Well, yeah. You never hear suspicious bet came in 10 grand and it lost. Right. The book's taking the money. They don't want it. They don't want to tell anybody about it. They're like, hey, it's all fine. Right. It's only suspicious until until the book loses. Then when the book loses, then it's suspicious. No, 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 no. That's not necessarily the case. It is when they report it. It's, well, <laughs> when, w- no, but see, I think this will. We've seen pre-game betting halted for suspicious activity. We have seen that in the past. But Only when after it, the fact. No, sometimes the, the, the report, we've we've stopped taking bets on this. We, we've seen it before. Like, they, they, it's come off the board. It's rare, but we've seen it happen before. Yeah, it's, for, it's, it's never it's happened it's rare, but as far as I'm concerned, it's never happened. Uh, we no, we, 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 we take stuff off the board. You guys didn't, but I, I know for a fact, since we've been doing BVB, there's been stories where they've taken the game off the board for suspicious betting. They took Alabama baseball off the board. They took, um, they own, no, they Cincinnati didn't take baseball it off, the off the board. They took it off the board for like an hour at some places before the game was going to start, but they reported that after the fights is the thing. The, the UFC stuff, like there's a lot of things they have to take off the board between the fights and the boxing uh-huh. for stuff like that. But those are individual sports. The team sports, I don't think it matters that much. They, I mean, who's betting it, what they're betting it, the reporters are betting it. I told you last year at the Super Bowl, I wanted to set up a book right. with the media members <laughs> and just take their bets. I was going to give them all 05. Right. Let them lay 05 and bet whatever they wanted. Like, from the book standpoint, I just don't understand why it has to get this way, but I do, you know, and like I'll ask you again, is it ESPN's responsibility to do this or is someone either legislator, 
a book person themselves, a CEO of a company saying, like his pen saying, you have to do this. It's is, over, it the, is it the legal people? No, no, no. It's an overcorrection of Disney because Disney does not like, I don't believe ultimately Walt Disney is comfortable being in the book business, but they better get real fucking comfortable. It's right there now. I know. I know. But I think the reason why they're doing it is because Penn offered so much money and the landscape is dictating it that they have to do it. So they're going to make sure there's not going to be any employee scandals to worry about. And if there are, they can point to this and say, hey, we made everyone sign this before we ever launched. And every employee had to sign this. So we did our due diligence. They messed up. We fired them. It's an isolated situation. It's gone. It's not widespread. Oh. That's why. I mean, they, they, they're overcorrecting this because they want to be able to point back to it if there is a scandal to say to Wall Street, to say the investors, to say the people who are high up at Disney, look, we took care of this. You know, we told them ahead of time they screwed up. We've, you know, cut out the negativity, the cancer. It's gone. We're good. We can go forward now. <laughs> You're on an island. I can tell you that. I was there the day that they came in. It tried to, it didn't even shut down at, at CG. But the guy that was the director, you know, they went to his house and got him. They didn't even let him come to work. And they had people that were in that book every day for at least a year, moving money, betting. They didn't come in either. They didn't even close the book. Those people all ended up on an island and they all had, you know, you violated this policy. You violated that policy. They ended up facing charges. I don't know if anybody really actually went to jail, but um, that's what it is. When you said that, I was like, oh, yep, there it is. This this portion of the show brought to you by um, Billable Hours. I was going to call you Professor Peralt. It's Counselor Peralt. Billable Hours is what it's being, it's, it's what it's being billed to. That is simply just a overreach of the legal department for Disney to say, oh, wait, no, 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 no. We don't mean just ESPN bet. You can't bet on anything anywhere in the world. You cannot place bets you are work on games you are working. That's crazy. I agree. I, I agree. It's it, but it's, it's, it's now a condition of employment at Disney. God. Now, it's not just the reporters. Now, make sure you guys are hearing us correctly. You could say, well, right, a reporter is in the locker room. They should not be able to. I'm not. We're not talking about reporters or broadcasters. We're talking about anyone who works a game cannot bet on the game they're working. But they can bet on another game? Correct. But some they, people in that thing, it said they can't bet on another game. They, like, well, reporters can't bet on the sport they cover. Right, so if I if Period. I do something with football, I can't do anything. I can't ever bet a football game. Correct. Nothing we do with football. If I'm a basketball reporter, can't touch basketball. If I'm a hockey reporter, can't touch hockey, which is really funny because Greg Rosinski, Puck Daddy, <laughs> is, one right? of the, is one of ESPN's most popular daily wager guests who gives hockey plays out like crazy. And so that's going to stop? Stop. Dead. Not only is he not giving, not only can he not go on daily wager, he can't bet himself anymore on hockey. I may have to go back to law school. 
It's going to be Because I think the business really needs someone who's been in the business. Right. To be in the law and be in the meetings and go, time out. What are you doing right now? That doesn't matter. Well, it's this, it's that. No, it doesn't. Right. I mean, it's funny. I'm reading a book right now that, that has uh, had a big chapter on California's three strike rule. The, oh. three, the three, it was in, it's, it's the story. I did not know the story behind it. It's horrific. It was basically done by a 16 year old girl in Sacramento who was shot and killed in the head. She was robbed by a guy who just gotten out of jail and put a gun to her head, shot and killed her and robbed her. And it shook everyone in California so much to the core that they passed. They, they all got all the big people together in Sacramento, all the big players. They sat outside the guy, the father whose daughter was murdered they sat out in his backyard and they crafted this three strike rule. And eventually it passed with 72% of the people in California voting for it. 72% voted to cut this three strike rule. For the people that don't know what it is. Well, basically it's a three strikes, you're out. The three strikes basically meant like no matter what crime you committed as the third time, you face 25 to life. So like violent crime, violent crime, misdemeanor, 25 to life, flat. Like, no, not even a question. You get the book thrown at you if the third time, and it was meant to be a deterrent. What it ended up doing was it created a thousand more problems because of it in the law about, you know, what it was, does the punishment fit the crime based upon what this person had done? And, you know, when you have a, a conviction overturned, does the clock go back to two or three? Like, all these different problems. I think this creates, I bring it up because I think this creates more problems for ESPN bet that are unforeseen than it does to stop what they're trying to stop. Well, that's, that's what I would say to them. Like if we ever get a chance to sit down with them, I'm like, what are you trying to prevent? Well, this isn't going to work to prevent that. Now, what are you going to do? Right. And they would say, well, why? And I would be like, well, because this guy could do this or this can happen here. Like only because of the experience and sitting with people who have done it before me and will continue to do it after me and people that are sitting in books now. I mean, I got a surprise this weekend. It wasn't really a surprise, but I got, you know, when I cashed that ticket and they took the money out right there for the taxes. And I was like, oh, that's right. That's that rule. And so I know the rules and I continue to learn. But if you don't know what you don't know, right? And you're crafting policies that are going to affect people's lives. Now, it is, people would say, just don't gamble. Is it that big of a deal? I understand. It's not for them personally, but like, you know, you now leave them ways to, you know, you told the kids in places to not gamble and they got their parents to say, ah, just it's $10 bets. Who cares? And they did it. Like, there's going to be ways around this. There's no debate. I don't know. There's no, there's up to no debate. Time for better to book. Better to book it. Denver plus seven tonight against the Bills on the road on Monday night football. Thank you, Beth. This I got a funny feeling it's going to be a close game. And I Cor think the dog is live. Correlated with. The under. I got 48. Yeah. I think this is a bet to under on that. Yep. Dog and under. Uh St. John's laying two and a half against Michigan. Ooh. Michigan's not going to be very good. They're picked 
one of the bottom teams in the Big Ten. They don't have the big fella. They don't have the star guard that they thought were going to have. Tough to replace two of the top 20 best players in college basketball. Hunter not being there is a big deal for Michigan. He's now at Kansas, in case you're curious. Complete guess. So I'll defer to you. I'll say book it, and we'll just take a chance with the early in the season in the basketball with the college. Celtics laying four and a half against the Knicks in the first half. Seven, one, and one ATS, three, oh, and one at home ATS, first half numbers. It's got to be a bet. <laughs> the Knicks are so bad. And I mean, like, this is just, they're going to get down. Well, Boston, remember, Boston lost at New York already this year. Celtics are, have a payback on their mind. Yeah, this got to be a bet. Yeah. And I hate fun. over four. I don't. I hate over five. I, I'm okay with up to five. I don't like six. Four, we could push, but like the now we need three. You know, three baskets. I no, it's a three and a two. I know. I still think in terms of twos, but um, yeah, no, this is a bet. It's a bet. Finally, Edmonton in regulation. Dead cat bounce. Ah. <sighs> I'd say, I'd say book it. I think this is good. You might have to win this one in overtime, which very That's well no could. Fun. But I it just, I don't think, I'm not, uh, not convinced. They just flipped the switch. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good point, Stevie Mac. He says people are in prison still to this day over weed, and it's basically legal everywhere. Fair point. I agree with that entirely. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great question. Mm. Jimmy Jack says, what does this do for Joe Fortenbaugh? Well, I think you can, Joe doesn't cover games. So right. Joe can bet. Joe's not covering games. So Joe's immune. It's not, what they're saying is ESPN employees can bet. If you are working a game or you cover a sport, you can't bet on that sport or that game you're covering. That's the difference. So the ESPN bet people can all bet or ESPN bet live. Well, people. I think they had to have known that before. Yes. Right. They all can bet. So just, just to be clear as to what the, what the policy is. That's what is. they're doing. Yes. But now I don't know if they can be on anything. Um, they can't be on site working a game. They can't. Right. Like, be, like I don't, I don't yes. think they can do pregame shows for anything the, else. Correct. Like, yeah. They're probably, probably why they moved Joe. Would, right. To, to, to Bristol. Right. We so, can do the show at Bristol. But you can't go to games. Right. Like, I don't know if they'll ever be a part of any of the pregame stuff or. They might like the, be. This can't be on site. They, they could be in the studio. This can't be on site. I don't. Yeah, but I don't know if that. You just throw it to them. You say, let's go to the ESPN bet live people for their thoughts on the game tonight. And you got their take. And then you, just, they're not going to be there. They're not going to be physically on site to do it. Right. Uh, we talked about Sonic already here for the super chat. Thank you, my friend. That was really nice of you to chuck us that. Uh, then Crunchy Beaver says, Penn State is the Dallas Cowboys of college football. Ouch, Crunchy. Steelers continue to defy logic, getting outgained every game. And yes, Matt, Patsies need to tank. Cowgirls haven't had a blue chip quarterback since Aikman and F the Niners. <laughs> wow. He got all of that in one super chat. Yes, he did. It's, all, it's a lot in all in one super chat. Favorite thing about today is what? I have two things. Okay. One is the hats. I got this one here. That's the Edmonton Oiler Bond V model that doubles as a Knicks and all this other stuff. And then this is the Sonic. This is the first one of those I did. I like that color. And hopefully that matches his logo and everything that he's doing. 
Those will go out most likely tomorrow because my other favorite thing about today was the dinner last night that I had with Newbie and his girlfriend. Why are uh, they here? Kayla, which is exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, so they drove in yesterday uh-huh. because Newbie got the call to be on a Gordon Ramsay cooking show that is shooting today down on the strip. Now, he may not get called up into the show, but he made the call to come to Vegas. So they gave him one night last night in the room, uh, a room on the strip. So wait, hold on. This is to be uh, to cook? He's He set in his audition tape. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's he's a he's like a chef on a side. That's what I tell him. I, I've dubbed him, nicknamed him the chef newbie. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Swedish chef, right? But he uh, he just whips up creations. And you know, when I first met him and we started doing the shows together, he came out for the Eagles game here. He stayed at the house. He said, "I'll cook for three days," and he did. And my mother-in-law, who doesn't always throw out the compliments a lot, right? said, wow, you really can cook. This is great. <laughs> and I was like, huh. And um, so he's here. So I'm leaving right from here, finish the show. I'm driving down to the strip and going to stand in the audience and at least see or hope to see if he gets called. But we had dinner last hey, that night. That might be like hours. What? That might be hours. They started this morning at 730. He's still, he's still there now, right? He's still there now. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I I've had friends of mine on Kitchen Nightmares. I've had friends of mine who have been on, um, who have been on The Taste. I have friends of mine who have been on a bunch of on, on Chopped. Yeah, like that's that's a whole day worth of like, that's tough. <laughs> I told the story. I pretended that I was sick from the risk room because I got an audition in Burbank. And I flew to Burbank in the morning. Mm. I was there for 13 hours, sitting on a set, waiting, shooting this, waiting, shooting this, waiting. And then I came back that night and I went to work Saturday. Like, How do you feel? I said, I feel great. I didn't tell one person that I worked with that I went because they probably would have fired me. Right. You know, but I was like, I had an opportunity and I had to take it. So uh yeah so he's sitting around waiting um to hope i i hope it goes well i haven't got a text yet from him or kayla so i don't know but uh best of luck newbie that'll be phenomenal be phenomenal right it'll be phenomenal that's that's really he's gonna be on the show this week too because the eagles we might have to save him for monday because the eagles are playing the chiefs oh this is this is the biggest game of the season for those two teams, and he's been pretty geeked up about it. Did you ever have you ever heard of the name Jen Royal? Jen Royal, yeah, no, Jen so Royal, Jen, Jen Royal, Jen Royal was the sideline reporter for the Orioles, and she moved to Boston and did a bunch of stuff in the Boston media, but then went full blown into being a chef, and she's been on. Um, a ton of stuff. She now owns a place in Boston called Table Boston, which is a pretty cool restaurant in town. Um, but she was she's been on Chopped, she's been on The Taste, she's been on something else for Gordon Ramsay. My other friend 
ran a restaurant that was on Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, with Gordon with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's a uh, unique experience to be a part of to be a part of. Jess's cousin got on the next Great Baker, right? And got to the final five. That's amazing. And she was the EMT, right? And it changed her life. She was done. She she never went back to being an EMT. EMT. Oh, she cool opportunity to be a baker. Did you ever meet the chef at at, at the Lagazi Stadium that won Chopped? That won the his Chopped episode. At Lagasse Stadium, yeah, big Buffalo Bills fan. He used to come in on. He used to come in all the time. Has a big chopped tattoo on his calf. Big cleaver. It says "Chopped Champion" on it. That guy, yeah, bald guy, big dude, bald guy. Yeah, yeah. he won chopped. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. I haven't thought of that guy. I, I, I met him one time. Like yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Right. I wouldn't recognize him today. Like I don't remember his name. He actually he, he got really sick. You wouldn't recognize him. He lost about 150 pounds. Yeah, that's Strong. crazy. Yeah. So there you go. So that's, uh, we'll we'll update it tomorrow for newbie for sure. Right. Um, my favorite thing about today. So I'm sitting last night watching Scott Van Pelt, and I had no idea of this story. Did you see the Camilo Vegas story? No. So Camilo Vegas is a guy who his life went into a complete and total tailspin. It's one of the best golfers in the world. Him and his wife have their daughter in 2020. She's born with brain, tu- with brain tumors and tumors all over her spine. Mm. She lives for four months, battles and battles and battles for four months, passes away in 2020. This guy's gotten two tattoos, one that says attitude and one that says positive energy to remind him basically about being positive in the world. Try to not let the darkness override everything. Guy lost his kid. Well, yesterday in the Bahamas, this dude wins. He wins the damn tournament. He wins the Port Royal, uh, the Port Royal Golf Course nine years since his last victory on the PGA Tour. Wow. Guys crying on the green, being interviewed about his kid, looking to the sky, talking about his kid. And I'm like, my gosh, thinking about my daughter, Mm -hmm. thinking about all the things this guy would have gone through, my tattoo. I'm just thinking about all that. And like, I was like, man, alive. It's a story that's not getting talked about all that much, but bravo for Scott Van Pelt for shining a light on that yesterday. Cause I didn't know about it. I didn't hear about it. I didn't see about it, but I got a guy who I'm cheering for at Augusta coming up this coming April to see what this dude could do. Get his life put back on track after just Q school battles and not qualifying on tour and just having his life be blown apart for horrific things. And somehow that guy was smiling, kissing a trophy and celebrating and talking about the memory of his daughter. It's the lesson in dealing with adversity and being able to act normal in abnormal times, mm. right? You, you you just keep showing up, and there's no way to say it other than that, and that's what we're trying to teach the kids. We had our own growth moment on Saturday. <laughs> For those of you still listening and watching, me, him, and my wife, Jessica, had about a three and a half hour round fight that was like old school family 
yelling to the point where our kids, our nine-year-old daughters, <laughs> checked on us twice. <laughs> Everything all right? Everything's fine. Madeline just, came down twice. Kendall was like, I don't get She well, was like, I'm used to this. <laughs> Kendall's like, this is the way, this yeah. is the way my parents. My daughter came downstairs and was like, Daddy, are you guys okay? I was we're like, we're good. Fine. We're good, man. I went upstairs once and checked on him. I'm like, you know, you're it's all awesome. gonna laugh about this someday. One day, right? <laughs> but but it was growth, and it's it's the ability to just get in that and and just keep fighting. Mm. I talked to a very dear friend today, friend of the show leave him nameless right now. Mm -hmm. And he's been just out of the loop, you know, and I been texting him, calling, leaving messages, nothing. And he finally replied this morning and it was early, but I called him back and he said, I've been in a terrible place, man. Mm -hmm. Terrible place. There's a lot of nothing but bad going on in his life. Wife lost the job. A lot of things happening. Um, just crazy. Mm. And I told him today, first thing you got to do is breathe. It's the first thing you got to do. Second, watch the BVB. Hit the like <laughs> and subscribe button. Because he was like, I need to hear your voice. I said, well, this is the one way you could do it. Right. Every single day. We're here. You know, you 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 know who Matt is. You you know what's going on. But three, you're not alone. Mm. And so when a guy like Viegas wins. We're not alone, mm. right? Like something. Mm. There's just there's something about that. I you know I got to go watch the sh the story now because that's yeah. awesome. It's a really good story. It's a really pjtour.com's got the whole article. You can go read it. It's it's really a moving article about like what time he was born and what time his daughter was born and like you know, oh. born born at the same time and she fought for you know for four months she was fighting and, and she was at 22 i guess she was born at 22 months of age she was born they, they found out the cancer she's born with the cancer but they, it, it became malignant and problematic at 22 months and she fought for four months and then passed away but i mean like <sighs> kids two years old battling cancer getting chemo and everything else and then she finally passes away and like is there a more helpless feeling than when the kid's sick like that i've done it i i don't know i mean when they get a cold it hurts me yeah, I can I mean, imagine that. I I don't know how I got through it. I mean, I, I really I I, I keep the pictures of Madeline in, in the ICU on the ventilator, um, in my phone, and I, it's I look at it a lot, and I go back when things are really, really. If I'm going through like a dark moment, like the guy you talked to, I'll look at that and I go, okay, I'm not there yet. I'm not as dark as that because I. Every nerve on my entire brain body was on edge for 16, huh. 16 days straight. I'll never forget the sounds of the monitors that would go off when her oxygen was getting too low. I, I would like go to the nurse. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? She'd be like, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's, we'll fix this. We'll move this. We'll move this. And like her not breathing on her own for six days. Uh, <laughs> I mean, those six days were literally 20 seconds because I was such a mess. And that's why for whenever I can raise money for a charity, the Ron McDonald house put Madeline's mom and I up for 10 days straight without it paying a dime. We slept a hundred yards from Madeline for 10 days and I couldn't have left the hospital. I didn't leave the hospital for 10 days, showered, changed, got ready. You know, people brought us clothes. People do what they had to go ahead and do, but like, no, <laughs> there isn't, there is, Nothing, nothing right. like having your child be in the hospital sick. 
the worst. It's the absolute worst. Sorry to end on kind of a sour note, but it's a happy note too, because. Oh, it me, is. I mean, for him to win and get that victory, be able to talk about his daughter and to come all the way back from being really Camilla. Right. Like, congrats, congrats, dude. Like that's, that's phenomenal. Back tomorrow, guys, on a Tuesday. We'll see what happens tonight. We'll be in our Discord channel, bvbshow.com during the game. Come on over, be a part of it, be join it. It's free. It's fun. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We are back tomorrow for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book.